river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 71. Yes, so when last we left our heroes, you yes. had um, had marriages. Yes, and... More, more romance, because I have a girl player. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the one who hooked them up. I just encouraged them to talk to each other about their feelings, and then they immediately got married, which I wasn't expecting at all. Mm-hmm. Since they're both characters of action. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, yeah, it made sense when you explained the psychological motivations. I can see Elvis's thing that if she's going to come to her senses, he might as well, you know, I, get on the ride before it's too late. Yeah, I wholeheartedly approve. If the girl is, if the if you think the girl is way out of your league, hook her and tie her down fast before she can think the better of it. Mm-hmm. It's a strategy that's worked well for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, the. Yes, so then we went to Fort Drelev. Yes. You know. Where everything is depressing and sad. Yeah, you've penetrated the iron security of Fort Drelev. Yeah, because Michaela is way, way, way too good for them. Um, and, um, yes, have discovered a town that is dying slowly. Spurting? Uh, you have been to the Velvet Corner, you have presented the a rose with a ring through it to the barmaid. To the, to the barman, rather. Uh, you have realised that... Um, well, no, I've told the barman I wanted to see Lillian. I've presented the rose through the ring yep. to Lillian. Uh, you have realised that Lillian and Cassandra are totally doing it. Yep. Yo. Uh, and then Lillian slapped you, sent you off for a private dance to get your perversions out elsewhere. Yep. Um, and then has snuck back into the room. How for telling the entire bar I fuck sheep. <laughs> No, no, that's that's not true at all. She told, you know, you yeah. random person who was here that the half-orc king of Stagthorn fucked shit. Yes, but I'm the half-orc king of Stagthorn. There isn't some other guy who was oh, there. It was strictly necessary for the cover. <laughs> and then she... And then, yes, she sat, sat down in front of you, um, looking not a day older... And so, how's your wife? <laughs> and that is where we cut in. Uh, and you can give me a sense motive check here. Yeah. 
Span of probably a few minutes here by the time the random blonde has led you off here. Yeah. And then um, Lillian has appeared. In between that time, Kaylin will observe that she seems to have done herself up just just a bit. Yeah. Like she's she's pretty much gone off, lowered the cleavage on lowered the cleavage on the boob plate a bit, put on you know a little bit more makeup, done her hair a little bit better. It's it's definitely this, you know, this is what you missed sort of thing. Yeah. She, she's tarted herself up just enough to show off. Yeah. <laughs> and there we are. She's very well. How are you? I'm a resident of the fine town of Fort Drelev. I thought I would move somewhere and improve my life, and well, this is a vast improvement of a stag form. At least the company is more palatable. Cassandra, is she alright? She's fine. I assumed when you got the ring and the message that you would take care of her, but one never knows. She's well. She's worried about you and her family, obviously, but she she's well enough for the time being. Terium, yes. He is as well he is well enough for the time being. Aye, and her sister as well. Um, there's a brief click at the door and the woman the secret door and the woman comes back in with a tray full of ales. Lillian takes one and sort of cheers you slightly. Thank you. Look, she looks to Michaela, and you... Michaela? Yeah, Michaela nods at her. <clears throat> I see. Interesting. She's good at disguise. We wanted to get in under the radar. This is good the way of any of getting into Fort Drelov. There are ways and there are ways, but uh, this by far and away one of the least complicated... I, of course, can come and go as I please. I am providing King Drelev with a vital service for his guards. Aye. He would not... He is perfectly willing to have his people deeply unhappy. The men with swords at their belts, less so. Makes good sense as far as it goes, I suppose. Wanted to, um, come by and, um, see what you could tell us, but mostly wanted to find out if there's anything you need. I know you're, um sent Cassandra out and stayed put, so I presume you were well enough at the time. And I can see you've um, got yourself a little niche here, which um, Drelev won't uh, mess with in a hurry. But this place is going down the tubes if ever I've seen it. And um, there's going to be time when it's not safe for no one to be here. I could have tried to keep Cassandra here, but she was going to do something foolish sooner or later. Revenge on those who have wronged you is obviously a very good idea, she says, as, <laughs> as the follower of Calistria. Yeah. Um, but there's no good in doing it if it's going to get you killed. You need to wait until the you need to wait until the right time and get your revenge proportionately. <laughs> she looks you up and down and there's, there's there's some sort of message in there, but you're pretty sure it's deliberately eluding you. Yeah. Um 
So, I sent it to bring messages to you for your own safety, and there are several people in Stagthorn I would not see hurt when I heard of Drailer's treachery at the Rushlight Tournament. Nobody, nobody got too... Well, a few people got beaten up, but nobody got too badly hurt, and that was because of your warning. Thank I'm, you. I'm glad the word reached you in time. And Michaela looks at her quite blandly and says, Anne, it made Cassandra valuable to us and the sort of ally we were likely to take in. And the two women stare at each other for a moment. Did it? <laughs> how could, how, did it? Oh, what, what luck for her. Yes, quite. <laughs> of course, we would have taken her in anyway. <laughs> and the two women turn their heads and look at you and simultaneously get, of course, of course. <laughs> And Kaelin just sighs and shakes his head. So, uh, you want to know the situation in Fort Trailer? Or have you already been asking around Bond Street? If you've seen what's out there, that should give you a pretty good idea. Aye. We know a fair bit, and Kaelin will summarise what we know. Yep, she knows the way. And we heard a rumour that there's some kind of secret passage into the place, but I don't know if that's, um... That's on the money or not. Actually listening and learning for once. She looks over at Michaela and looks at Michaela for a moment. Ah, never mind. <laughs> uh, you're quite right. Uh, Hannah Strelev has often feared uh, people. Le- Hannah Strelev has often feared not having an exit at his back for very obvious reasons. There's a secret tunnel from the castle. It exits out onto the shore of Lake Hooktown. It's not far off from town. Uh, if you have a map, I will show you. Sketch, 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 sketch. She can put you within a couple of hundred metres of it, at which point um, that is as much as she knows. She has never found it, but this is pretty good information. You'd have to be a bit of a klutz to not be able to follow it through at this point. Yeah. Among other things, Michaela's still, I think, got two or three scrolls of detect secret doors rolling around in her vans. Sweet. And those things were a very wise purchase. <sighs> Feel free to feel free to use the velvet corner as a hideout if you need to. There are several rooms that you can stay at discreetly if it is required. If you are if you can keep up your game of trading, then the iron steeple is very very empty these days. Aye, it's, it's I think I've spent time in funeral homes that weren't as depressing as that, and but I'd rather stay there. Uh, we don't want to do any damage to your cover. I assure you the proprietor will be grateful for the opportunity to uh, prove his value to Fort Drelev in keeping in keeping traders housed. If he does not do enough business, then his business has no purpose. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah, Drelev's making him under charge, but also wants him to get customers in. But is also setting his government up so it's hard to get merchants in because they yeah. all want to go around him. It's... I hate this place. I presume that your end goal is to come in and run it over with an army. I cannot say I would entirely disapprove. I don't... I'm not entirely certain. It's a, um... It's a hell of a defence... They've got hell of a defences up. The army may not be this place... The the army may not be the easiest way in. Ah, but if some well-connected individual who had made her home in Fort Drelev for several years 
were to have the support of the people to open the gates to not an army of invaders, but an army of liberators, that might be a very different proposition. Aye, under those circumstances it would indeed. <laughs> Michaela eyes her up again and says, I'm sure it would be I'm sure it would be a worthy goal to free Lord Terry and Domesti, must have the support of the people. And William sort of looks at her and nods. Through. <laughs> you will find him within you'll find him within Dryleft Keep. Uh, I believe I would be certain that he I'd be almost certain that he has been kept somewhere in the dungeons below the keep, in the bottom levels. Where specifically I cannot say. I have never made any strong effort to infiltrate. As I say, revenge is the, revenge of this nature is the sort of thing you only get one crack at. But believe me, I want my revenge on Hannes Trailer what he has done to my city and my Cassandra. If you plan on tediously arresting and trying him, I will not stand in your way, but there are very few people, up to and including his wife, who would shed tears to see him dead. Nay, and I'm not one of them. But we'll see how we'll see how this goes down. The young I prefer killing men who actually have some hope of defending themselves against me. It's the only reason that Gregory Bast is still kicking her out. You well, that and he has a knack for only confronting me when we've got an entire room full of witnesses. Ah. Gregory, yes, he is up to keep. He he will be enshrined in the castle as well, along with most of Threlov's council. Very few of them set foot out into the city these days, obvious reasons. Aye, and among other things, Threlov doesn't seem above picking a few of them off himself. At least um, in the castle, they can all watch one another. I had been. I had been offered a position by King Dreitlev, but it was not it was not the sort of position I preferred to take. Not for a man like him, anyway. <laughs> and she draws this horizontal line in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I think you are a wise people living people hanging out with Dreyliv don't seem to have particularly long life expectancies these days. You would think Lady Quintessa Murray would be enough for them. She is She makes a makes a sort of appreciative face and drinks her drinks her beer again. I with a woman like a, a woman like that strikes me as not one he'd be no. wise to cross us either. I can understand his wife. I would cheat on her. I would poison her. If I was married to her, I would drink poison. <laughs> Aye. It's, um, I can see why he's looking for consolation elsewhere, but it doesn't really get him out of living in the same castle as her. That's got to be hell. That is politics, though. People who are in positions like kings have to make do with what they can marry, what is best for their kingdoms. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave that to float there. Yeah. And Galen ignores it entirely. I, I think um, what we'll be doing to start with is um, having a look at um, if we can break Tyrion out and um, bo- get some goodwill in the po- populace. Get pe- I mean, at present, um, uh, uh, they have no reason to trust Stagthorn. 
every reason to suspect we're um, conquering bastards. I mean, they don't get a lot of news here. I must give Gregory, I must give Gregory the devil his due. He is very good at spreading dis- disinformation. If even half the things I've heard about Stagthorn are true, and about you personally, <laughs> the stories I could tell. <laughs> I guarantee you I've heard most of them before. There, you have been told about the curfew? Aye. Are you aware that there are giants out at night? Aye. In the day you are safer as traders, but safer is not entirely safe. Uh, several of the... Drelev has been enhancing his guard with people who are less loyal to the citizenry and less loyal, and more loyal to people who will pay. Uh, sorry, he's been enhancing his guard with people who are less loyal to the citizenry and more loyal to their wallets. Mercenaries. You know the time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, There's mercenaries and mercenaries, but I saw some of them helping themselves to um, whatever they could get. Well, these are mercenaries. They, I wouldn't be surprised if you are uh, arrested or fined a few times wandering around town. I've no doubt you could take them to pieces with relativities, but uh, for the sake of avoiding attention, you may be better to just be shaken down. Aye, right. that doesn't seem... Uh, we've um, got enough money to, um, to cover that sort of thing, I would imagine, and... Um, we may be able to talk our way out of Kellen's eyes flicked Michaela. Yeah. Um, but that's good to know. Uh, so, Hans Dreyler remains the most prominent threat to the town, although I do not know if his wife or her brother Imekis is a reasonably powerful wizard from all the time told. Certainly I know he has, he has the capacity to move Dreyler and her from town to town like that, snaps her fingers. Aye, so he must be a pretty good... Uh, aye, I've seen him do it, so he must be a pretty good wizard. He is a graduate of the, the High Academy in Corvosa, I'm told, and a reasonably proficient one. I do not quite know where his allegiances lie. I know that he, I know that he is not the sort of man who is interested in this sort of place, alas. Uh, information she has for you. He is not the sort of man who is interested in this sort of place. And Gregory would be wise enough to smell a rat if I were to approach him. He would do exactly what is in his own best interests. Aye, he's good at that. Michaela sort of lo- Michaela just sort of looks at you vaguely sideways and scratches her nose slightly and gives you the impression that you know so would Lillian to some extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lady Contessa Moray has been down here several times to have a, look, have a look at the place. She shrugs slightly at this one. Um, I hear that General Bonepicker. I hear that General Bonepicker was cowardly assassinated with several poison arrows in the back while he attempted to valiantly duel you to death. <laughs> no, I cut his head off. He really wanted me to, so that's his, that's his prerogative, I suppose. It was it felt good. That sounds that sounds like a more believable story. <laughs> He's um he wanted he wanted a heroic duel he wanted a heroic duel and he didn't want to surrender when he lost. So <laughs> Lynette, Lynette makes her keep in the castle as well. The high priestess of Gorham. Well, half fox, you know what they're like. <laughs> I I don't I don't think she'll kindle. She or Kindle will fight if they um, if we come across them. I did say. I imagine if but you if go through can... the keep, some or all of them may get in your way. But there may be alliances and deals that you can reach there. I um, 
Kundal and Lynette have no problem with. They seem like Lynette seems like a, a good sort, um, and um, Kundal I know from way back, of course. That um, he made he's taken service with another man, and I hold him no bones for that. But I'd be just as happy if both of them made it out alive. And Lady Quintessa Murray, I think, is smart enough to see which way the wind's blowing. Gregory, I personally want dead, but I may not get that lucky. And um, for my money, the wizard and his sister can um, go squat in some other kingdom if they've a mind to. Condal was a an infrequent customer here, but he has not been in in several months. I do not know of anyone who has seen him. Well, that's a bit worrying. I did tell him not to take contract with Drelith, but he got greedy. Money was too good. Perhaps some people just don't like the way you tell them what to do. <laughs> As I say, if you can refrain from whipping your sword out and, and flopping around at all opportunities, you may find some profitable alliances in the keep, or you may not. I will leave the game of international diplomacy and how best you want to do it to the experts. She just doesn't Michaela, right? It's a nicely vague, ambiguous gesture. It takes you in and then <laughs> ends at her. Uh, but there is an external enemy as well to be worried about. This Armag uh, the Twiceborn. Aye. Now that's a much more straightforward problem. That yum it's um Goody Nesker out in his camp. She was uh after your time, wasn't she? Oh no, you uh, she was around for bits of Nesker being there. Yeah. She wasn't there for the big betrayal. Yeah. Because Niska's big betrayal was murdering, attempting to murder Bryn when yeah. she was trying to marry. That's right. But uh, Lillian would know who she is. She's worked yeah. on the council with her. And she looks slightly confused. Niska? What does Niska do with this? Uh, she's a cleric of Gairona. Ah. Ah. That would explain a certain offer. You are a very lucky man and I am a forgiving sort of woman. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but what does Niska have to do with this, with the mark or what is happening here? The um, Church of Guayrona have some prophecy. They want to bring him back so he can, you know, kill us all. And you can fill her in on what you know of yeah. the, the half a dozen suspected cultists of Guayrona yeah. that left. And, and Lillian looks furious and snaps her fingers. God damn it! One of those women was mine. She was supposed to be keeping an eye on Drelov's advices for me. <laughs> well, Zygniska has played me along with you. She'll pay for this. I'm glad. And she will give you, from her point of view, um, she knows that Drelov had a bunch of miscellaneous women around him that she assumed were there to, to him for his, his personal amusement but didn't take that at face value. She's essentially been playing underground spymaster here yeah. for a while for her own interests and satisfaction. Yeah. And sent one of her own um, prostitutes, essentially, to join Drelev's cadre yeah. and report back, but didn't get back the information that Goody Niskin was running a secret ring of go-running uh, yes. because someone yeah. got converted in there somewhere or was already a convert when she went up. Yeah. Um, and Lillian is not happy about this. Uh... She can, however, probably tell you something that you don't already know. She says, uh, This Armagda the Twiceborn, and his men had very little interest in despoiling and pillaging the town. They 
were here for a purpose. If they were in alliance with Niska, then I would say that they were here to collect her, get whatever information she had obtained out of Drelev, Imekis Strun. They have I I know that Strun has been doing some work in looking in in researching around the local area for ancient sites of interest, power, things of that nature. Drelev has not exactly been what you might call the man of the hour for going out and exploring around the area to put down dangerous monsters and that. I will I will give you could say that again. I've been out in the swamp and there's dangerous monsters just coming out of every corner. I will give you your credit that at least when I was living in Stagthorn we knew what we were living next to. Here she's so I assume Amrag is somewhere in the wilderness as to where I cannot say. Strun may know, he may not. He may at least know what they were looking for. Uh, as I say, I saw the Samag, the twice-born, uh, he had no interest in, at that stage, pillaging and savagery. We offered him uh, the comforts of the corner on the house. He and his men had other purposes. And uh, can you give me a wisdom check on the Seventeen, unless. Uh, Michaela will make that on a thirty, just. Yes, girl. And you know, we'll, and, and uh, can, seems odd. If you've got barbarians, you've got pillaging to go hand in hand. Is Mendel would have been very keen to, but Armag had his own purposes. I am not sure whether he is driving the game or Niska was driving is driving the game. If I had to guess, it would be the latter. I mean, Armag himself was impressive. You know, a big man, broad shoulder, are gives a description and Michaela looks over at her and says I'm sorry could I have that again please and Michaela asks her a simple question and gets a really detailed physical description of this guy and Michaela looks at she looks at we have met this Amag the tw- that descriptor is of Neri and the Terrible he was the bodyguard to uh uh the Tiger Lord guy. The Tiger Lord Barbarian. Oh, bloody hell. Well, I suppose I couldn't have just stabbed him then. We figured that... Um, I can't remember that guy's name, and I probably didn't write it down. Uh, no, that's right, but the the, 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 the he was the one who Lord, seemed to be... Lord really Danek or something, a chief Danek yeah. or something. Yeah, and, that and, and um, he, t- the bodyguard was the guy who seemed to be really running the show. Uh, what, what happened was that... Um, Danik showed, Chief Danik showed up to get the Tiger Lord Barbarian ring back as a show of force to push you around and intimidate you, basically. Yeah. It it failed utterly. Yeah. And he went off with a lot of egg on his face because he'd shown up to show how awesome and manly he was to show his men and failed. Yeah. And the theory you're running on, Nurian seemed quite happy with the, the outcome of not getting his ring back. Yeah. And the theory you're running on was Derek was probably going to get his ass deposed, possibly by Nuri and the Terrible. Uh, Nuri and the Terrible and his real name. Um, but now he is going by Armag the Twiceborn. Huh. And Lillian, you know, has spoken to him in four sentences kind of thing. And he's a big scary barbarian leader called Armag the Twiceborn. I wonder if he's... If he was Nurian and now he's Armag, I wonder if they... And born again he shall return. I, I wonder... Because I, I suspect, based on the time, I don't think... That, I don't think the church was that organised back then. I don't think they could have done it. I wonder if they have possessed him somehow. The church does do that sort of thing. 
yeah, Niska at that point was operating in Fort Drelev, but um, how much pull she had. I shouldn't remember that guy's name, but... Chief, Chief Dan, okay. he's, he's long dead now. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, the sole point of that scene was to introduce Neri in the Terrible. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. I get that now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that is about what um, Lillian can tell you. She can tell you things you already know. Uh, he walked in, he took a bunch of hostages. Um, you yourself will know that um, actually sacking or occupi- occupying the town presumably doesn't serve Armag's interest. Whatever he wants, it isn't here in Fort yeah. live. And he clearly doesn't have that compelling an interest in actually ruling the city. Uh, and sacking and pillaging the town is is easier in the long term than occupying it, but it is a big pain in the ass job. You couldn't just sweep into Fort Draylid and burn it down overnight. As you know, a couple of your cities have been occupied a couple of times, and actually sacking them to the ground is quite an endeavour. Yeah. So depending on what he wanted, the concept of sweep in, force Draylid surrender and sweep out is not stupid. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it for what you. So yes, they live. will have to go. Our mag will have to go. Nesca will have to go. I'm with you. I'm not generally such a man for revenge as all that, but there are times. This is one of those times. Uh, the velvet, the velvet collar, and me and my girls are here to assist you however you want. That uh, well. We're taking down Dreadlev. As, sure as it fits in with your own interests. I'm sure you have. Br- I'm sure you have Bryn for uh, your other needs. I'm sure she's very uh, furry. Uh, Moving hastily along. Is there right. any, Is there anything you need in the short term from us? Anything we can help you with? You tell me, Cassandra is safe. I will. I will certainly take you at your word on that. She smiles, you know, nicely at you, and there's a bit of the old Lillian in there. And Kayla will pick up. She's definitely gotten harder over the years. She's been doing a lot of tricky shit here uh, because she was your spy master. Yes. You promoted her to that uh, job. No, she was my diplomat. Was she? Yes. I thought she was your spy master at this point. She was my diplomat. She didn't get time to be anything else. I've just been listening to the podcast. Oh, okay. Because the thing was when... Uh, maybe she was my spy master first, but I don't think so. I think I put her in the role of diplomat. Uh, who did you promote? Where did your old spy master go on before Goody Nesca? Crystal? She, um, d- she went to oh, working you, for Brenna's her second. Yeah, you deposed her because she was crap at her job. Yeah. Well, um, she was one of the ones I was moving around because yeah, she yeah. wasn't very good. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, uh, so Michaela was my spy master back then. Yes, yeah, so because it was it was Michaela was the spy master. Lillian was the diplomat. Yeah, that's right. And Lillian left a hole in your council. So you we moved Michaela to the yeah. diplomat because people Michaela said it wouldn't be a good idea to put Sleep Garner in the diplomat role because the message is this is the role yeah. for Kaylin's personal concubine. Yes, yes. <laughs> in, in any case, Lillian always did. Um, Lillian always did the diplomat job in a vaguely in a vaguely Scarsney um, well, type way. Well, that's the politics. That's the politics style of, of thing, you know. The um, it, it's the it's another aspect. It's another role where the game of politics is very much getting played. I yep. mean, Mikhail has done both. So she she seems to have gotten a little harder over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and so she you know, I accept that Cassandra's safe and gives you a little bit of her old smile with the, with the slight cheeky wink behind it. And if I find out you have lied to me. Then 
we will have trouble. Aye, but I'm not nearly brave enough to do anything as daft as that. Then we'll have no problems. <laughs> so, if she has not expressed it... If she has not expressed it, it would be better if Lord Tyrion was aware of my presence here, my involvement with her. If it becomes necessary to keep him to keep him alive, then we will help. We will make hay with that. I think in time, you, you, he, and her will have to have that conversation. But I don't see any reason we should get in the middle of that. I, I don't think he's going to ask me if his daughter's uh, if if I know if his daughter's sleeping with anyone. So I don't think imagine the subject will come up. I am. I freely admit I am not the fighter you are. I am in no great position to go stampeding on the castle, chopping off Emekis Thrun and Gregory's head. Well, Gregory's. Um, but if you happen to have need of a knife, which you sort of flicks one up, you know, catches it again. Or if you find if or if you find yourself injured in the need, my lady has been good to me over the years, and she flicks her hands, and they glow with a little divine healing magic. Uh, she has picked up a couple of holes in Cleric of Calistria. Good to know. She was, of course, always a knife rogue. <laughs> it still has those points in Professional Librarian because she was originally, originally, originally your librarian. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything else you desire of her? Not at this time. I think I wanted to have that initial catch-up conversation, and we'll keep her posted as we make as we make plans and have the opportunity to talk to her, which won't be all the time because we're not going to yeah. be coming in here a lot. And she she tells you if you want to speak to her again, basically um, come in here. Um, you don't have to go through the whole chicanery again now. Uh, she will put you on a list of friends of the Velvet Corner, effectively. Uh, come in here, tell one of the girls that you want a private dance, but you've only got 43 silver available. Yeah. And they'll take that as the sign that you want a private meeting to pass some info. That, that just makes you one of her generic informants. You want to pass some information along to her or get some information from her or whatever. Yeah. But that will net you another private meeting with her with relative ease. We'll I'll also um, establish a time of day that works for her if we want to communicate with her when we're not in in Fort Drayleaf in terms of sending your sending spells and that kind of thing? Yep. Uh, she says, after, after dark, anytime, anytime around nine, this place is long dead. Do you have any idea how hard it is to run a brothel with a calendar curfew? It's, <sighs> it's ridiculous. I'm not surprised the place is thriving anyway. It's about the only place in this town that doesn't seem dead. <laughs> we have mostly switched our business today. Uh, as I say, Dreadlib's men have been good for business of a sort. It doesn't mean I wouldn't like to see the back of them. Aye. Some of them... The guards the guards are by no means all, ma- all bad. Several of them are loyal citizens of Fort Dreadlib who honestly believe they are protecting a home from external threats like yourself. Some of them, however, think they can take whatever they want from the citizenry. Some of them have made the mistake of touching my girls. Some of them have fallen into the swamps. And yeah, I believe we are insane. Yes, so um, we will head back, you know, before it gets too dark, head back to the um, iron... um, 
what's it called? The iron... The iron kettle? The, the iron kettle, the iron whatever it is. Spike. Iron steeple. Yeah, I knew, it. I knew there was a spike in there somewhere. Um, and sit down with Michaela and make some plans. Oh, uh, and she can conclusively tell you something you have probably long suspected, uh, that Lady Quintess Moray is Drelev's spy master. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Alright. So now we got to, we found out what's going on. Now we've got to figure out what we want to do with it. So talking to Michaela yeah, and... Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm yeah. listening. I'm not thinking about Lillian. Yeah. Um, so your old flame has come a long way. <sighs> I that wish must, that be... mustn't have been fun for you. She will sort of give you a consoling <laughs> pat on the shoulder. I don't feel like I was a good influence in the long run on her. That doesn't make me feel happy about it. But she seems well enough, if, even if she has gotten a bit tougher on it. And she seems very sincere about the fate of young Cassandra. I am glad of it because that girl's fallen hard for her, and um, I'm glad it's not. Not just a flick. I'm surprised one of them is a spoiled noble's daughter, and the other one is a. Well, I'm sure Lillian has many ups, has many fine sides. <laughs> Certainly, you would know better. I wasn't in love with her. <laughs> I wasn't in love with her neither, and more to the point, she wasn't in love with me. No, that is certainly true. It's uh, she would have made a good queen, but. Uh, it won the road for me, but I have big regrets about not being bright enough to work that out before um, leaving her down the garden path, as it were. She's definitely not going to forgive me for that one. Not that cholesterol <laughs> followers deal very much in forgiveness. Forgiveness does not seem very much in her nature. I think it is the worshipper finding her goddess as opposed to the goddess converting worshipper. Aye, true enough. Callistra does not have a gr- Callistra does not have a great many followers. It is something of a self-serving nature. But then, I serve mysteries and those I cannot speak of, so who am I to say? Well, I can't tell you what a relief it is to find out that it isn't Norberger, because I was, I've been, I was wondering about that one ever since the, um, ever since that business with Thump legalising his worship. Uh-huh. You know, oh, I'm... um, speaking of which, did you know that's, that's all Huxley's? Really? Does not entirely surprise me. I don't think I don't have any qualms trusting him. My father did, but you know, I just thought somebody else should know. But honestly, I know um, I know Elvis has been fooled among other things. <laughs> and I glance at Michael. He still thinks mm. there's a house mark. <laughs> but uh, anybody he any get, considering the kind of people I can get foxed by. Anybody who can outfox him is, I'm probably doomed. In any case, the question, we've got a lot of things that we could be working on, but having wild our way in, it seems like we ought to do something here while we've got the chance. So, at this point, I think we can stro- we can more or less stroll in and out of Fort Drelev fairly freely. The same disguises should work now that we're known to the guards. We have an excuse that invites uh, free comings and goings. If at any point you wish to depart, we can always come back later. That shouldn't be problematic. We can access the keep either via the secret passage if we want to go in quietly, or there are these lovely parties that Queen Pavaretta Strunet Drelev keeps throwing. 
I thought four of it would throw one a month. That means if we don't don't fancy our opportunity now, we can just come back. Uh, what do you fancy our chances are of walking in as guests, slipping into a back passage as guards, and going down to the ba- going down to the basement and, and seeing where old Tyrion's kept? It's several changes, but it should be quite doable. Uh, I imagine everyone who is anyone either merits an invitation to her parties or would rapidly merit an invitation if Lord and Lady such-and-such were to show up from the foreign kingdom of Nistria. Again, the camera is pretty confident in her ability. That would be harder because you haven't got invitations to them. Yeah. Although um, Lillian may be able to assist you with that if you need them. But Michaela is completely confident in her ability to disguise you as, you know, Lord Horatio Wankington of the Noble House of Wankington. We, um, could buy one of them, um, I've got a, um, I've got a bag of holding in the get, in in the pile of stuff, I believe, if we, um... Put a place of goods in there and simply carry them in. Well, you know, um, I'm aware we probably won't have time to get into it, but I'd feel better at least having the plate with us. And um, we could your tower shield at least you can dig out and uh, draw relatively quickly. And um, you know, all my weapons—they're nice to have. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thought would be to um, scout the secret passage first, figure out if we know where it comes out in the palace. We don't have to actually go in. Correct. We could just know where we were heading yeah, because for. Lillian does not know where it comes out in the palace. Uh, who, complete what she admits is a completely blind guess would be somewhere convenient to Draylev. So it may be because a- it is his personal escape tunnel. So yeah. it's it's not likely to show up. Um, just, you know, in an obscure corner, Fort 60 corridor. Yeah, yeah, it, ha- it has to be somewhere he can actually get to. Yeah, I do have a bag of holding. It, it, it um, has to be somewhere he can get to quickly because otherwise there's. Because um, I wanted to stop tracking weight, so I just bought myself a bag of yeah, holding. Yeah, perfectly fine. Um, it's so, um, it's going to be a kind of a risky thing to access, but um, it would probably be good if we know where it is, then we've got that advantage. Yep. We can try um, switching, seeing if we can switch sides on someone else, but, um, you know, try the Quintessa Moray or whatever, but I'd rather do that kind of thing much closer to taking Drelev down. At the moment, we're in the opening stages. I don't want to give someone like that months and months and months to rethink their allegiance. Mm-hmm. I want to give them a nice, straightforward choice when they're close to the time. So what about that as a plan? Tomorrow, um, go out and have a poke around that secret passage and then um, return and um, try and get uh, possibly um, as she wins the party uh, at a convenient time for you sweet so um, I, I would say within a couple of days sweet so we can scout out the passage and possibly have a chat to Lillian about arranging invitations and then get ourselves packed up and um, go attend the party if we can find uh if we can find Lord Lord Tyrion the Misty, uh, finding him and speaking to him may be one thing. If we remove him and that becomes known, 
getting in the second time will be harder. Aye. Because Draylee was going to suss that somebody has a way in and out of his castle if somebody walks off with his prize prisoner. Aye. Michaela's not telling you not to, it's merely something to be aware of. Mm. On the other hand, um, if we have Lord Tyrion Nemesti, and that's the other question, of course, is what do we do with him? If we take him back to Stagthorn, he'll be safe, but he can't exactly intrigue against Drelev, but... He ain't doing a lot of intriguing against Drelev in a cell. No, but the question is, can we actually put him somewhere in Fort Drelev where he would be safe enough to intrigue? Uh, Yes, the Velvet Corner. Ah, sweet. (laughs) That Lillian said, you know, she... she, Because at this point you've got enough of the pieces that basically... um, and in fact, she can openly tell you, or you could relatively openly find out, that Lord Tyrion is a very, very, very stern right-wing Aristarlian who would be massively opposed to the fact that his daughter has a has a lesbian lover. Yeah, yeah. Um, he would be massively opposed to the Velvet Corner in general because Arist- no part of the Church of Aristal is all that big on prostitutes. Yeah. Because um, they... It, they don't add a lot to the community, and assuming they're for single men, you know, Aristotle's not deeply, strongly opposed to sex outside of marriage until you get to the more right-wing aspects of it. The more left-wing ones kind of go, yeah, you know, we all know it happens. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, it's generally perceived that a, a brothel is an opportunity for married men and married women to cheat on their spouses that nobody needs the temptation. Yeah. The community's generally better without the brothel in it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he would not like Lillian. Um, she does not, you know, her first choice would not be to have him at the Velvet Corner, but she recognises that that would be a good idea. Yeah. And has said, you know, if if you think that's a good idea, you've got my permission, go for it. Yeah. Alright, um... And you have you don't really know how Tyrion would feel about that. You only know his his standing reputation as a very forthright, upright, honest man, um, right wing Aristarlin. And the thing he was arrested for was for counselling Drayliv too strongly to not invade Stagthorn with a vicious sneak attack in the back, yeah, because it was unwarranted, completely dishonourable, and generally a, a poor idea. Yeah. But finding him to speak with him is certainly an option available because he is very unlikely to tell Dre Liv. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. On the other hand, breaking all the way into a cell only to leave again yeah. is... Um, uh, and yeah, Michaela would definitely suggest you take your adamantine greatsword given that you're um, presuming he's in prison somewhere with a lock. Your lock-breaking mm. capacities are pretty poor. You know, it ain't, it ain't subtle. Drayla's probably going to have a pretty good idea who chopped down the bars of a cell with a yeah. greatsword, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, do you... I, I wasn't sure what the plan was. Um, you were saying you wanted to go in as as party guests and then find the other end of the secret passage? Uh, no, the theory was um, that we would try and find the secret passage from the outside. Uh, you go through the secret passage, find out it comes out in this broom closet, and then, and then go leave. and find that broom closet as your exit yeah. with you. 
Because the theory being we may just leave as party guests. One option is to just leave as party guests, but certainly if we're breaking a man out of prison, we don't want to. And even if we aren't, we can't leave via broom closet if we don't know where the broom closet is. Yeah. Is the working theory. But the main thing is I'm, I'm not certain how hardcore to go. I'm not certain what... There's a lot of different things that we could do, but I'm not certain what direction to take this in. Well, if you... Um... If you don't want to poke at it at this stage, you can always just walk away. Yeah. It's not... It doesn't appear to be time critical, because if Draylid wanted Tyrion executed, he'd have long done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there doesn't seem to be any real percentage in pulling his arms and legs off. Yeah, yeah. I think I want to do something. It's a... Um, Alright, so I think what we'll do is find out about the secret passage. Okay. As a starting place. So, you exit the city again. Yeah. Uh, presumably openly, there doesn't seem to be yeah, much yeah. merit in sneaking around yeah, the yeah. night. Uh, so at this point, you are probably getting to the point where curfew is coming. Yeah. Are you prepared to just um, bank into the inn for the night? Yeah, we'll just bank into the inn for the night. Yep. Yeah. Uh, people, go, people come in, you, you'll notice people go in early for the curfew. It's definitely not nightfall when the city starts shutting up. People are making sure they are well shut up and well home by the time nightfall hits. Uh, nobody seems... People seem to err very, very much on the side of caution here. Nobody's prepared to be caught out at 6.05 on the basis they're only two minutes from their house. Yeah. Um, and indeed, the guy who is running the iron kettle, the iron steeple, will actually come in and check on you that you're you're here, that you're okay. Yeah. And will tell you again, don't go out in the curfew. Yeah. Uh, you pass the night perfectly pleasantly and easily in the end. You have it's it's nice, it's comfortable. Breakfast Sweet. is ready for you the next day. Uh, would you keep a watch in the night? You might. Well, this is kind yeah, of hostile Yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't think this is a safe place. Yes, yeah. we keep a watch in the night. Yeah, so you and Michaela take the same room and more or less imply that um, you're yeah, yeah. knocking boots. Yeah, yeah. Um, which he, the handkeeper, doesn't give shit right Yeah, now. yeah. Um, you keep watch. On your watch, you will see and hear several signs to confirm there are totally giants wandering the streets at night. There are these big boom, boom footsteps. Yeah. Uh, you will hear at some point in the night a sharp yell... Yeah. Immediately cuts off. Yeah. But other than that, night passes uneventfully. Okay. The next day, uh, you roll out of the city, claiming you've sold um, some of your stock and are going to you know, get 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 some more supply. We, yeah. um, having seen what a good trading prospect Fort Drelev is we're going back for our reserve stock yep. to bring bring more stuff yep. back in security is much less tight on the way out they do not search your wagons at all you know they stop you ask you um, have you seen the tracks sort of thing yeah um, and then send you on your way yeah but they don't care about you smuggling crap out of Fort Drelev they care about you smuggling assassins in yeah uh, and this is how Cassandra left originally, actually, Lillian can tell you. Yeah. They, they sent her out in a wagon full of picnicking prostitutes, basically. Sweet. And then lost her somewhere outside of the city. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, you roll out. You roll around to the secret passage. So this is in the same hex. Yeah. You've been given a descriptor where it is on the shores of Lake Hooktongue. And, uh... This is, of course, going to be one of those things where the map is now entirely asked backwards because mm-hmm. you're starting at the end. Mm-hmm. So you'll 
just have to give me a moment. So you are down towards the lake shore, where there are a string of what appear to be natural limestone caverns down there. And can you give me a search sheet, or at least assist Michaela with hers? Uh, yeah, I think I'll assist Michaela with hers. And I failed to pull off the assist. I am no help. That's fine. Uh, she has actually been putting ranks in search. She has four ranks in it now, yep. uh, which means she hits the difficulty 15. Yeah. Uh, this would be much harder if you didn't know if this was here, because you'd have to come down and surveil these caves extensively for the sole purpose of looking for a passage in them. Um, because you know it's here, you have a vague idea, right, it's in, there must be 20 or so of these limestone caves pockmarking the shoreline within two kilometres or so. You know that it's got to be one of these three ones. And when you go around poking into them, um, you will see there are no markings around on the outside to indicate anything unusual about them, which Michaela looks at them and she says, these caves are relatively similar. It would be reasonably easily easy to get confused going in. I would imagine that Australia only uses this for heading out rather than heading in, if he uses it at all. It is, after all, a secret escape tunnel, and the less is used, the less chance there is of finding it. But she's looking for, like, X's scratched on the walls, black soot marks, things like that, so Draylib knows it's the middle cave that he needs to go into, rather than relying on his own incredible woodcraft. But on the there other are... hand, how many times do you need to secretly break into yeah, your own castle? Correct. Um, so when she goes poking round in the middle of the three, um, she will... Ah. There, as the two of you move through complete darkness... Yeah. Uh, not using her wand of pointless dark vision anymore. Ah, yeah. uh, here, on the wall. This should be relatively easy. No sign of locks or traps. It's designed to be opened. And she pushes at a chunk of stone and there is a grinding noise as a door goes into the darkness. That is a way in. It, it appears to be a at this point, somewhat natural limestone passage. Um, it's clearly been artificially carved. Uh, and in fact, Caitlin can make me a knowledge engineering check here. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-two. Okay, so Caitlin can easily tell, looking at this, that basically there's a a honeycomb of passages through here of natural limestone caves. This one dead ends into a rock wall, then on the other side of that rock wall starts into a cave. And an architect with good tools and good construction has come along and carved a door between the two of them. What you would guess is this passage takes you back probably several hundred metres of pointless walking through random limestone cave and then into what would be a more built-up complex at the other end. Yeah. Um, when you look at this, you realise that... Um, Drelev probably didn't build this himself unless he is a much better architect than you give him credit for. Somebody clever actually built, thought this out, built, designed it, braced all the walls of the tunnel. This is a well-built, well-made secret passage. 
but Caelan will also realise it could have been built by just one man. It's like there would be a good several weeks worth of construction, but only that. It didn't take months and years to build this tunnel. And just as Caelan is saying that, just as Caelan is telling Michaela that, Michaela looks around and she says, ah, there in the corner of the cave, that can of rocks looks almost like a basic grave. There is a pile of rocks in a vaguely body-shaped area. A a grave has not been dug here because there's the inside of a cave, but there's essentially a little dip in the rock, and it looks like a bunch of rocks have been planted over there to make a very crude can. I think we should probably go check that out. Michaela, she of bizarrely useful skills, now has ranks and heal as well. Sweet. Uh, you, of course, find a body in there. I'm making an assist check and failing. Kaelin has nothing but useful to add. Um, it is just bones at this stage. Yeah. Um, and the bones, a couple of rotted clothes that look like they are sort of vaguely professional civilian garb, nothing exciting. Um, and Michaela will look at it. I'd... Say that I'd say this is several years old. Uh, at least at, at least six or seven years old. I'd get, guess it's been here since a little after the founding of Fort Draylin itself. Probably just after the castle was built. It's a human man. Ah, she turns it over and points to a scratch and on the back. She's, you see the strike against the lower spine. He was stabbed in the back. I think we've found our architect. Really? No point having a secret tunnel people know about. I, I was wondering if it was going to be that. Poor fellow, let's bury him again. And there's the remnants of um, what looked like a fairly substantive cloth bag that no longer has any money of any kind in it. Yeah. Greatly paid him, stabbed, stabbed him in the back and buried him down here, presumably himself. I really don't like this guy. All right. So we bury him, yep. and um, once some, once all this is over, we might want to see if we can find out what uh, if this chap's family would like to know what became of him. He was presumably quite a good architect. Yeah, certainly reason, you know, quality professional, yeah. nothing ridiculously stunning. Okay, and... Um, so at this point, we want to, because we're no longer in the vicinity of Fort Draylin itself. Correct. Um, we want to be in guard uniforms. Yep. Fort Draylin guard uniforms. Yep. You can if anyone, so. if anyone notices us in this passage, we're just some random Fort Draylin guards. Are you going um, armed and armoured? It's it's purely a question from your stealth point of view. Because um, you will be less stealthy sneaking around down in here in your full plate. On the other hand, the guard uniforms are your reason why you're here. Yeah. You could be sneakier, but neither of you are terribly sneaky anyway, and it removes all your AC, so... Yeah, I, I think we're, we're, um, we're, in, we're armed and armoured as appropriate for Fort Draylin's guards, so if they customarily wear light armour, we'll wear our light armour. If they customarily wear plate, we'll wear our plate. Michaela sort of, you know, nods at this... Um, now that, now that you've wandered out of sight, you stop, you challenge, yeah. and Michaela says to you as you've got your backs turned to each other, you know, I would have never spotted, I would have never thought to look for necks on the spine before, but uh, it occurred to me this one time, 
when I was solving a murder case up in Ristol. That didn't, of course, happen. (laughs) Private detective. Of all the ways to not be safe. (laughs) She's totally had one where she's, you know, where she's been bones. Yeah. The CSI medic type. Yeah. That's where her ranks and heel have come from. Yes. Because she started legitimately putting some of the stuff up herself with her own skill ranks that yeah. she has more interest in. Yeah. So she picked up two ranks and heel from her what was not ability and then has put another one in. Yeah, well, t- Talia kept putting ranks and climb after she became. because she wanted to be a mountain climber. Alright. And you proceed on in guard uniform with your. Um, it's it's basically you're wearing your armor with like tabards over the top, which yeah. is mostly what the guards are wearing anyway. Because yeah. Greylev isn't is a bit cheap to super customize armor for everyone. Yeah. And B, he's got a lot of mercs working in yeah. the guard force now, and you who know, more like... or less wear their own. It's it's quite useful for you because the mercs all wear more or less wear their own eclectic armor with tabards and sigils over the top. Sweet. Um, and the the, the tabard will disguise Caelan's plate, which is uh, regrettably distinctive. Yep. Um, and um, he is um, going to have like just the great sword of the longbow, as opposed to his customary every weapon creation. Okay, and you move along through the caverns. So the stone walls of this big cavern show um, signs of old, old water damage. At some point, this area was under lake and has been drained. This would be you know, many hundreds of years ago at this point. Um, You'd guess when the lake rises in the more rainy seasons, this passage isn't entirely pleasant, but it would still be doable. You'd just be wadding a bit in, in stagnant lake water. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, you come along to what Kaelin has been expecting, the first chunk of very heavily man-made thing. There is an iron gate blocking, turning from the cave, where the cave shrinks to a more natural human-sized mouth. Somebody has installed an iron gate in a portcullis, and past that, you can see it leading into actual solid stone corridor of man-made. Uh, the portcullis is looking a little rusty, but it openly has a um, it openly has a lever on it, uh, which is on the other side. But as it's a portcullis, you could finagle your hand through it and pull it reasonably easily. Cool. Oh, that's just stupid. There are two levers. Yeah. One on either side. The portcullis is... De- because the portcullis is designed to be accessed from either side, the tunnel can be used to get in as well as get out. Yep. Okay, sweet. And there is a sort of rusty... <laughs> noise. Yep. Uh, actually, can Caelan give me a knowledge engineering check? Maybe I can grease the hinge or something. Uh, 34. Okay, you trivially recognise that this is going to happen long before you... You look at the lever, you assess it, you recognise, yep, this more or less does what it what it says. You can see where the chain link goes, etc., etc. Um, it looks like um, it looks like it is very rusty and it is going to creak. You could apply some oil to it. Huh. Actually, now that you look at it, um, there is a little... There, there is a little cachet of a little crate on the other side, the inside of it, that appears to have several vials of stuff in it that you you might well assume are oil. Uh, They're not accessible on your side, but you could either snake a hand through or simply produce your own oil if you have such a thing on you. Um, Actually, I think this might be the opportunity for using an ability I've never yet come to use. Yeah? 
Can I use Mage Hand to slide the lid off the crate and float, bring me out a vial of oil? Easily. Because I have Mage Hand at will. It is It is a basic crate. It has been... Um, it's it's just got a hearts block with no yeah. no actual bolt on it. Yeah. With, with no padlock on it. It's designed to keep it shut rather yeah. than keep it um, safe. And it is just set up on a little shelf in the wall. So you... Hold on, I've never... I, I think I understand how this is supposed to go. Savannah's grace. <laughs> a vial of the stuff floats out towards you, and Kaylin, you know, opens it and... Whoa! <coughs> oh! Oh, that is not oil. Ah! Wow, that, that smells sharp. It's probably been in this vial sealed for substantive amounts of time. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd guess, again, looking at the construction of the box, this has more or less been sitting down here. Um, in fact, again, your knowledge engineering will cover this for you. I'll give you the same role, yeah. more or less the same information. When you open the box, you will see there are at least three dozen vials of this stuff. Several of them are missing, as if they have been used over time. The box, its construction, and the vials have been down here not as long as the tunnel has existed. Only for about three years or so. Uh, maybe a little... How old Snagthorn now? Because Dreadwoods is the same. Uh... Uh, regardless, like, a year after this tunnel was constructed, this box was put in here. Yeah. So it's not a part of the original construction. And these vials are ripe because they've been in there, but... It's, it's not oil... It smells like uh, some sort of strong musk, maybe vaguely skunk-like. It's it's a strong scent. What the heck is this stuff? And, uh, wh- and why are there a wide variety of vials of it? Michaela sort of sniffs it. <coughs> uh, I assume she has no alchemy, you have no alchemy. Yeah. Uh, you can endeavour to survive all this. Yep, I will take a swing at that. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. Are you going... Yeah, you might as well be going separately. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Michaela's was... I'm, I'm pretty sure that's... That skunk mask... Diluted slightly so it will wash off. It must have strengthened being down here in the fire. Alright. Here's the million... Here's the million gold piece question. Why does he have... Why does Drelev have... 20, two, vials, 20 vials of skunk, skunk mask... In his in in the entrance slash exit to his uh, secret tunnel, I guess it could be some kind of trap. Well, the box is not trapped in any way, and the worst these are going to do is make you smell. I guess it could guard you from predators outside or something, but we didn't see any sign of them on the way in. Nay, I I've got nothing. The main thing is we can't use it. To, Anyway, we, we can't use it to an oilless um, hinge, and oil is not something I carry on me as a rule. Uh, let me get my lockbox. I have often found that chance favours the prepared mind, and I'm fairly certain that I have one of everything, including this vial of oil. Huh? Good stuff. I have oil of blessed weapon, but that seems a trifle expensive to use on a... Um... Uh, among other things, you actually could use the oil, the skunk must do this, because... A sufficient liquid, sufficient amounts of liquid would do it as well. Yeah, it's just pointless. Why not have oil here instead of skunk mask? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I haven't figured out what he's doing with the skunk mask. Uh, you can give me another knowledge engineering check if you want to know more information. Well, I'm dying of curiosity. So, um, thirty-three. Okay. I'm rolling really well on these. Okay. <laughs> so 
This could be used to oil the door, but it would doubtlessly be more difficult to obtain than actual oil, which is a cheap, easy, convenient... Yeah. You know, oil is flammable, which this stuff isn't, but it's so lightly flammable it's meaningless. You could set the entire box of oil on fire and have a small bonfire that Traylon could just walk his way around with it because it's no threat to him. Uh, What Kalen notes with his knowledge engineering, though, is that this is placed at the exit... To, to the secret tunnel from a certain point of view, which would suggest it's there to assist people coming through it on their way out, but you didn't find anything on the way out. And then Caitlin thinks again and realizes an exit is also an entrance, and there are two levers. People can come into the keep this way as well. Drelev, you would assume, usually goes through the front mm. door, but he could well find uses for sneaking in secretly. For example, if a hostile army took over his own castle and he yeah. had to sneak back into it. Um, therefore this stuff is also from a certain point of view at the entrance it's designed to be used for people who are going that way, the way you are going. Right okay, that being the case I'm going to seal up this vial and take a couple of vials with us yes, easily yep. and then we'll oil the portcullis and then lift yep. the lever and there's the very slight little portcullis comes up with Eve well, well made yep. good architect yeah and we will continue sneaking in. Okay. And you hit within in. our incredible, incredible stealth skills. You you hit into this tunnel, uh, and can you pass me my monster manual and then give me a, a watch it? Oh, good job. You you see the thing, I imagine. The thing that's rolling ones on its watch here. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to bother rolling. Yep. Uh, unless you can somehow achieve a negative six on your spot. No. Okay. So, moving down this, moving down this corridor, um, it heads into a passage, um, and you can see sitting in the middle, like right in the middle of the wide passage, um, there are two large black amorphous blobs mm-hmm. just kind of sitting there. And now you two need to give me stealth checks to see if they have heard you move silently rather. So this is, we're wearing our plate at this time. Yep. Okay. Um, 18. They have heard Michaela coming. Clang, clang, smack, clang, clang, smack, smack. Yeah, clang. yeah. Um, and the two, these two, they they look like just gigantic black slugs. They are both huge size and absolutely fill this corridor and just start squelching down towards you. They are uh, some ways away and not moving. It must be said startlingly quickly. You yep. could easily back up and go back beyond the um, portcullis and hide from them and escape if you so choose at any given point. Yeah. These things are absolutely enormous. They stuff in almost every corner, uh, and you do not encounter them in the passage. You encounter them when the passage opens up into a room that appears to serve no purpose other than containing these things. things. Yeah. yeah. I think on the whole, we probably don't want to fight these things at this time. Uh. I could tr- we could try the slug scent and see if it, see if they f- 
like search by smell or something. Yeah, they are oozing slowly towards you. Uh, you would guess you comfortably have at least two to three rounds before they are upon you. Yeah. And they do not produce any noise. They merely turn around and walk towards you. Um, can I make an untrained knowledge nature to have any guess about where the slug stuff might, the skunk stuff might come into play here? Um, if you want to know what these things are, that's dungeoneering. Okay. Um, if you want to guess the slug stuff, that is probably, um, the skunk musk is probably survival rather than, um... Okay, I'll, I'll make, uh, I'll make a survival check. Yep. Uh, and alas, that's a ten. Okay, you... Something, maybe. Yeah, no, that's right. Okay, I think at this point we will back up. Okay, they start oozing down towards you. Yeah. They produce no sound other than a slight noise as they ooze down. And you trivially outdistance them and go yeah. back down the tunnel. Yeah. <sighs> He's got better security on a secret passage than I was expecting. Uh, they pursue you a little from the room and down the corridor... Uh, they do not... When you re-enter the room and head for the portcullis, they stop about halfway across the room. Till. Can I see any reason why they're stopping? You have reached the portcullis. Yeah. Uh, are you going through it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you go through it. So they do not catch you before you get to the portcullis. That's and right. they don't pursue you right up to it and try and come through it. Yeah. They just stop and then go... Come back again. Oh, well, it's a bit nastier down here than I was necessarily anticipating. I figured he'd um, rely mostly on the self security of the place. What were those things? They were huge and gelatinous. Uh, untrained knowledge of dungeoneering, that's an 11. That will still actually tell you something. Yeah. Uh, you have no idea what these specific black gooper balls are. Yeah. Uh, but you are quite certain that they are oozes of some kind. Ah. Uh. Um, which, you know, what you know about oozes is they're big gooey creatures that can, you know, eat you and digest you and a few other bits and pieces. Specifics depend entirely on what it is. Um. I don't believe oozes have anything that is openly basic about them. Uh, the one thing you will know is that they are almost completely and utterly mindless. They only have the barest understanding of their surroundings. Uh, you could you could train them like animals if you were so inclined. Uh, in fact, can you give me a handle animal at this point? Uh, 22. Okay. Training oozes would be a real pain in the ass job. You could yeah. do it with handle animal at penalties, but you could yeah. do it. Caelan probably wouldn't necessarily want to be the one that did. Yeah. Um, but you would have to train them to respond to extremely simple, extremely obvious signals. They could not tell that you were not Han Australia if they couldn't determine the difference between you, Drelev, Michaela and a, a, a battery of frogmen coming down this corridor. Yeah. They would simply, you know, eat anything that came through because they are mindless eating creatures, unless they got a really obvious signal of don't eat this guy. Like someone who was drenched in skunk musk, say. Alright, now that we know we can outdistance them, I want to try that again with the skunk musk. 
Well, I am hardly Lord Tristan to complain. And we have water to wash it off afterwards. It's been diluted, possibly for that specific purpose. Aye. Well, huh. shall we? She yeah. takes a while out. Clink. <laughs> tosses skunk mask over her head. You both smell. Yep. And now... I'm going to pull the portcullis... I'm going to wait till the slugs have got, yeah. gone, pull yeah. the portcullis down and go back in. Once you have um, once you have actually aired these vials for a little, it's no longer that incredibly vile, pungent scent. But you definitely stink. You don't yeah. want to be any closer to Michaela for any longer than you need to. Um, and incidentally, we are carrying two vials... We are using two vials of skunk musk and taking two vials of skunk musk, so we have a spare yeah. supply. Yeah, you can effectively have... And a more or less infinite amount at this point. Oh, okay. There's like at least twenty vials here. Yeah. You can take ten of them without blinking. There is no impression that Drayleaf comes down here and checks his skunk musk vials regularly. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you douse yourselves. You go back up the corridor. The um, I presume there's no point in making stealth perception checks no. again. And the oozers hear you. They turn to you and they squelch towards you, and. When they come within about 30-odd feet of you, they go... And part. Sweet. And we keep going. Yep. They ignore you once you have moved about 30-odd feet beyond them. They close again. Yep. Effectively creating a reasonable blockade on this passage. Yep. Well, I suppose now we know, then. Yes. Let's get this stuff off us. And you move off a ways from them, um, and you will actually find a really nice, clear signal of what's going on, because um, these are... I led you slightly wrong on here. Uh, these are braced passages through natural cavern as opposed yeah. to completely built passages. I'm sure that makes no difference no. to you. Um, this map is terrible. Uh, you move off along, and then... Off to one side, you find the tunnel opens out into a little aside cavern. And when you go in there, is a nice convenient place to wash yourself off. Uh, you will find another one of these boxes full of several, do- you know, a couple of dozen more vials of skunk mask. Sweet. So you apply it at one end, pass the oozes, and then you tip water over yourselves, you scrub yourself, you get a bit of soap out, yeah. you smell fresh and clean and daisy-like again. Sweet. Uh, on top of that... Um, you can trivially find this because it is not hidden in any way. Um, sitting on a table in here, um, next to these vials of skunk mask, is what looks like a go bag of some kind. There is a sack sitting there, and when you open it up, it is remarkably empty and filled with a mysterious black hole. Ah, sweet. And when you turn it upside down and shake it violently several times, out of what is clearly a bag of holding, Fall eight potions and several dozen days worth of trail rations and a handful of gold. There's about a hundred gold in there. Sweet. Well, what do you reckon? How often do you reckon Jailiff checks his emergency bag holding? Uh, and the potions are openly, openly labelled fly and cure moderate wounds, respectively. Score. Uh, so all of a sudden, Michaela. So do we put these all back as zero residual presents, or do we take them? Ah, that is the question. It would doubtlessly be valuable to us. If we take the bag itself, it is an obvious sign that that somebody has passed this way. If we take what is inside, 
which we have no use for all these old trail rations. No, we have to go back. If we take what's inside, it is less likely he would become immediately aware of it, unless he came down here injured, seeking a cure. You'd leave them be, wouldn't you, left to your own devices? That would be the more cautious approach, but your judgment has often served us well. No, I'm good with it. It's not like any of... It, it, it'd be different if he had the um, holy staff of smiting or something down here, but um, valuable as this stuff is, it's none of us. It's none of it particularly vital. Yeah, and having solved the skunk mask dilemma, you can now trivially pass these these oozes. Yeah. Right, so we Which put the stuff... useful, because they're really, 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 really dangerous. We put the stuff back in the bag. Yep. And set the bag back up on the shelf. No yep. problem. And continue. Okay. Uh, the oozes are incredibly dangerous. Yes. Yes, yeah, they are. I figured they must be because they're huge. They are gargantuan. Ugh, yikes. But they squeeze very well. Yeah. Um, okay, and as you go along, can you both give me a... Uh, you can assist Michaela in the search here. Nope. Uh, I fail to assist. Okay. She moves along through another one of these big cabins, then into an actual tunnel, a built tunnel again, and then you realise, Caitlin as you reach the back half of a secret door, which you can openly see and access, that this that must lead back into Castle Dreliv proper. This yep. is now a solid stone foundation. At this point, you'll be coming out under the castle, as you'll guess. Yep. Alright. So, if we want to make this trip worthwhile, we need to at least get a rough idea of where we are in the castle. The other thing we could do is make a Trifeteria now. It, it looks like we're in the base of the castle, so we're probably actually fairly close to where he's being held. We have the um, capacity to get him out again. Or even to just go and talk to him. Well, shall we see what we see then? Aye. You open the secret door and head yep. on through. And can you give me a knowledge engineering check? Find mechanisms on the other side. Uh, 21. Okay, so it is openly designed to be open from this side, trivially easy. There's a lever on the wall, you pull it, the door goes shrunk back into the secret tunnel, you walk out, uh, and what you find yourself in is the bottom of a spiral staircase that is heading up. It is solid stone, well, constru- well constructed, and has a couple of ever burning torches on the walls here. Uh, the tunnels didn't. You and Michaela just used dark vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but these are everbidding torches you could take off the walls, so if you were coming down here and needed a light source. Um, Kaelin turns his head and looks up, and that staircase goes up and up and up and up, with no turn-offs or doors anywhere in there. You're guessing that probably goes towards the upper levels where some of more of the rooms are. And then Kaelin looks in again and goes, well, you know, that, that makes a certain kind of sense, but... Um, you know, where's the access to the dungeons? Is there access to dungeons in here? And then you realise there's probably another secret door almost directly in front of you. So you've, you've come out of tunnels here, staircase goes up here, and then you think there's another door heading into the keep proper here, simply because you don't believe they'd put a crack like this in the foundations unless it was supported elsewhere. Yeah, sweet. Uh, and at that point you can go looking for it. 
Yep. Because you think it is there, Michaela gets a bonus on her search check. Kaelin fails to assist. And she will find it with the knowledge. In the knowledge there is something there to be found. But or rather the assistance I provide is the engineering advice. I'm really scoring with the knowledge architecture. Yeah, it's really useful when you come creeping around in here. Uh, Of course, if I was telling her I could use Stone Tell and make it all. Okay, this opens. This. You push push this passage and open it it out. um, And at this point, what you will find is this opens out into a corridor that again doesn't appear to have another end to it. You would assume there's probably another passage out, because this is probably not the only route into here. Uh, And there is a huge, solid, well-built, heavily locked iron door. And this says to you, this is probably the treasury. Right. Okay. So we actually don't want the treasury. Yeah. But the treasury is behind two secret doors. Right, yes. So you... The lock is presumably beyond your capacity to penetrate. You have an adamantine greatsword, so it's only a matter of time yeah. before you're in the treasury if you want to be. Uh, but you'd guess if anywhere in the kingdom is alarmed and trapped, it's probably that door. Yeah, so we want to go somewhere other than the treasury. Yeah. Past it to see if you can find the dungeons, or upstairs? Past it to see if we can find the dungeons. Okay, I will let the... Actually, I want the search check ride, because... Well, it was a pretty similar kind of secret door. Yeah. Michaela finds the other secret door at the other end. Cool. I mean, not that I'm not happy to know where Drelu's treasury is, because, you know, I'm not completely ruling out coming in and taking all the stuff, but it's not actually what I want to do. Because the thing is, his stuff probably won't be super, super portable. It'll be, you know, a fortune in heavy things. Oh, this is just the most irritating map in the world. I've got this long list of like the 60 rooms that are in the castle and then there's clarifications as to what's, what's in each of the important ones yeah. elsewhere. Uh, okay, so this opens up into this, this opens up into a couple of solid well-built rooms. Uh, one of them is what you would call uh, an earth cellar, a cellar for food. It is a cold room deep within the earth, and there are a wide variety of barrels and crates and a smell of must in here. It's food storage. And then next door to that, uh, a bit more elevated, more well-built, more protected from rain and rot and all the rest of it, is a very nice wine cellar. Sweet. And Michaela moves in and sort of... Ah. <laughs> this must be the wine cellar. And she will start looking through because she is a connoisseur of such things. Yeah. And rolls her profession vintner check. Yeah. Because how often does she hit roll over? She takes several of the bottles of wine out to... Well, I have to give Hannah's credit for this much. She has taste. There's Teldane Fire Brandy here. Ooh, Ooh, I've had that. And Dorian Hard Liquor. Ooh. I'd like to have that. These are Kyronan wines uh, made of elven berries. This is a wide collection. He must have... uh, she starts counting up. Uh, she makes 48 separate vintages of exotic and interesting wine, as well as a large supply of uh, quality mundane stuff. Yeah. You know, generic brewed in the River Kingdoms, but still good quality wine that he presumably serves as guests and things. Uh, she's guessing there's about six grand here of fancy wine. <laughs> you know, he probably would notice if he came down here one day and the cellar was empty. Yeah, one or two bottles of fancy wine, he'd never notice. 
um, six, the six, the entire, the entire like yeah. hundred and nineteen specialist bottles he would purchase. All right, what say we just you know borrow one or two? One each. One each. <laughs> I'll have the Kion and fi- I'll have the um, fire brandy. I'm just I'm too partial to hoopberry wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela looks very happy. Yeah. And. Yeah, this this area you would guess is the sort of thing that is accessible by people. Yeah. It's not under guard because presumably there's a lot of guards between the door and the wine cellar. Yeah. But servants must come down here. You are now in an area where people potentially are. Yeah. Alright, and we are still looking for the dungeons. Yes, and still reliant on your disguises. Yes. Because uh, our story, you know, even if we're in a bit that guards aren't customarily in, it's going to be, you know, we totally got turned around. You head out, and at this point I'm going to stop mapping the lefts and rights yeah, and yeah. all this sort of thing. Basically, so what what it is, is the back of his wine, the back of his openly accessible wine cellar leads to the kingdom's secret treasury. Yeah. Which leads to the passage that goes up further into the castle where there's another exit point. Yeah. Which leads out to the flee into the wilderness past the black puddings thing. Yeah. Black puddings. Yeah. Uh, but really big ones. I get the normal. Gargantuan black puddings. Yeah. Elder black puddings. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, horrifically dangerous. Okay, and at this point, you go poking around in here, uh, and with Kaelin's general knowledge of how a castle is laid out, Drelith Keep has been designed differently to yeah. Castle Stagthorn, but it follows similar conventions. Yeah. You keep your prisoners down here, you keep the king on the upper levels, because keeping them as far away from each other as possible is a good yeah. idea. Uh, Kaelin can, without even rolling, fairly trivially find where the dungeons must be. Sweet. Um... But in fact, uh, can you roll me a knowledge engineering check anyway? Naturally, that's the one I rolled poorly on. That's a 18. Okay. So, you make your way through the bottom floor looking for the dungeons, and you find them. Uh, you would expect them to be under guard. Yeah. So, is your point, is your plan just sort of stroll in? Uh, Reliant on your disguises? I think yes. Yeah. Okay. You roll in, um, and... I mean, if there's an elder dragon in front of the um, dungeon, then our plan might be to scroll back out. There is not. There are a hand, there are four guardsmen, yeah. um, basically, sitting at a jailer's desk here, with yeah. the keys on the wall behind them. And they look up as you go in, Ugh, G'day, what are you doing here? Eh, uh... We're supposed to check on the prisoners, uh, check on some of the prisoners, like, doing, uh, uh, old man's got some sort of question, wants to make certain, and tunnels haven't suddenly become a scrap proof or nothing. Alright then. Yeah. Well, I guess you, I guess you can go on through and he stops and actually takes a look at you, and at this point we come to the disguise checks. Now, um, Michaela only has so many disguise selves a day. Uh, yeah, the veil of disguise will actually cover it um, for forever because it's a magic item. Yeah, but she only has so many disguise selves. Um, how many do you want her to? She can prepare uh, three of them maximum. Yeah, and it's a question of if and when you want to use them. Like you figured, guards would be here. Yeah, you could just rely on her like twenty plus disguise check normally. Yeah, and save the disguise selves when you're doing super sneakly things. But. Um, 
the, up to you. This is not a situation you're walked blind into. You, yeah, yeah. Um, if this isn't a super sneaky thing, what is a super sneaky thing? Yeah, fair point. No, so, I, I, I think in this circumstance I would want her to use a disguise yeah, yeah. self. So as soon as you come out of the secret passages, she's cast disguise self. Yeah. And you've got her veil. Yeah. Uh, so that gives her uh, 41 on the disguise check. Um, the guards look, look you over. Look you over and sort of wave, sort of wave you in, and you can hear the muttering as you go. Oh, more bloody mercs! We're all going to be out of a job soon. I tell you what, <laughs> I don't know how he can keep affording this. I hear the treasury's draining dry. <laughs> you know, well, we bloody need him, don't we? If them barbarians come back, shh. We don't talk about the barbarians. That didn't happen. Not if you want to keep your ears. <laughs> and you stroll on past them. Yep. Uh, you are not making any serious efforts to take the keys or anything off them, so they just wave you by. Yeah. Uh, you roll into the cells and start walking around in here. Um, so, FYI, I'm totally looking for Tyrion, but I'm also looking at who else Drelev has down here. Like, anybody I know, Kundal yep. say? Yep. Okay, and you go wandering around here. Uh, there are several prisons in here. They sort of look up with vaguely hopeless eyes as you go past, but see nothing remotely unless yeah, there guards walking by. And make no real effort to interact with you. If anything, they look up out of curiosity when they hear noises because there's not much to see in here, and then duck their eyes low again, trying to keep from drawing your attention. Uh, you make a surprisingly small number of prisoners in here for the amount of people that are disappearing off Drelev's, um, off Drelev's radar. Yeah. And can you give me a wisdom check here? Finally, I rolled well on one of those. That's a 33. Okay, so... Yeah, Michaela doesn't pick this up. Um... You've you've got about two dozen people down in here. None of them are people Caelan recognises in any way. They look like assorted citizens of Fort Drelev. Um There are less than you might expect, though, and the people that are down here look like they are uh, of particularly poor stock. Your guess would be, basically, that anyone who has sufficient wealth to ransom their way out is able to do so either directly through Drelev getting a cut or through corruption in the guards. They bribe their way out of prison again and go back to the city or whatever. Um, you've heard that many people just pay off the fines they are given immediately yeah. instead of going to prison. Presumably if they don't have the money, they get taken to prison and then later friends or relatives have to produce that money to save them. The people that are left down here are the dissidents who are too poor. When I say dissidents, I mean people who don't like Drelev. Yeah. Um, who are too poor to buy their way out. Uh, what you don't see in here are any prisoners of any significance, and you know that with Drelev's sort of regime, there must be a bunch of people who he needs to keep imprisoned, might not necessarily want to execute, because you haven't heard a lot about mass executions mm -hmm. or anything like that, uh, and um, can't afford to let that go. Like, mm -hmm. he doesn't want powerful, well-connected dissidents in his mm -hmm. kingdom. You do not find Kundal in here, you do not find Tyrion Nemesti in here either, and you realise this must be the the mundane wing uh, for people, prisoners who are not of deep political sensitivity. And then you can make another knowledge engineering check. 
That's a 21. Which means, of course, that he totally has a secret prison down here for his prisoners of deep political sensibility, whom the guards probably don't know that they're guarding. Ah. So, where might such a prison be? Uh, It will be in here. Right. So, I'm looking... looking You're looking for a secret door in the prison. Okay. Alright, can we just do that? I mean, the guards are at yeah, the front yeah. door. Yeah, no, no one's stopping you. Alright, so um, Caelan will lean over and whisper to Michaela, these ain't the people we're looking for. The people we're looking for are behind another bloody secret door. Um, it, in fact, as you think about it, it looks like the guard post has been deliberately placed far enough away that if you, were dig- if you brought a bunch of prisoners in here and then went down around several corridors and disappeared the guards could neither see nor hear what you were doing sweet it probably raises an eyebrow that you walk in here with people and they don't walk out on the other hand if the prison population is high enough are the guards going to notice one or two extra faces that aren't there yeah presumably Drayleaf is not bringing in masses of people you are looking for a small prison here four or five cells at most yep and you and Michaela start poking around yep dating search no she does not make this? No. Uh, this might be the time for that scroll of locate the doors. Yeah, and she will she will have a little look round for a couple of minutes and say, I can't find anything, but it's unlikely to be terribly obvious. I think there's only so long we want to be futzing around in here with the guards outside. Uh, detect secret doors! Scroll! Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 it goes. Could I have pencils to mark it? <laughs> Scroll off, please. Sure thing. Please, thank you, and love. She is now down to one scroll of text mm-hmm. uh, And in her search, she has pushed at several of the open cells and easily finds the bars that don't have... The cells that don't have prisoners in them are unlocked. You can just walk in. And in the back of one of those, not the very last one in the line, but basically the third to last one, um, there is a cell that is a bit deeper and a bit bigger than some of the others. When she goes into the back, she says, ah, here, there's a secret door in the back of it. You push it open and you walk into the darkness. Um, and in here, there are no lights. Yep. You can see just fine. Yep, I love uh, the dark version. It's going to be such a wrench going back to a character that doesn't have it. This is a cold, musty dungeon. Uh, there are five cells with very mel- well-made iron bars and doors filling most of the space. Um, the air stinks in here like a latrine. It clearly isn't aired terribly much because the exit out is a closed secret door. Yeah. Um, and you will hear who's there and when you look around in the dark you'll see only one of these cells is occupied and is occupied by an older looking man who was probably well groomed at some point several months ago Um, he is dressed in what's now tattered noble's garb um, and but his eyes still look up defiantly at you he cannot see you at all All alright Lord Tyrion Nemesti? You, that's a pretty long... You don't know yeah. that for a fact, but it's a pretty logical assumption. He's of the right age, race, yeah. style, etc., etc. So we must have some sort of... Um, does, some, does Michaela have some sort of light source well, of on Of course her? she does. As an elf, 
Yeah. Quote unquote, she needs lights to see by. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she has a warm dark vision and then literally just a basic a basic lantern. Yeah, well we're shutting the we've shut yeah. the door behind us. So. Sure. One moment. Fumble, fumble, flicker, flicker. <laughs> lantern light. Sorry. The man shies his eyes away. She's pointing it away from him, but yeah. he's been down here in the dark for a while. Yeah. And he looks up at you. Uh, and he, he looks up at you blankly for a moment, looks at the guard uniforms, and he says, So, is it to be a release or execution? Which side have you come from? Uh, that depends on what we want to do next. My name, I may not look at present, but my name is Camelon Thorne. Um, this is my, um, uh, my high priest is this Michaela Morag. And his eyebrows go up at this. He clearly immediately knows the name. I, I am Lord Tyrion Domesti. Uh, and he is not chained up in his cell or anything. He looks relatively free, but it's pretty basic. He's got a bed. He's got some, he's got what look like several days worth of food down here. It looks like he just gets bought a lump at a time. Um, and he is dressed in his tattered clothes, has a basically latrine hole in the corner. Um, and he... I am Lord, Ter- Lord Tyrion Nemesti, former councillor or former councillor of Fort Drelev. How long has how long has it been? Have you survived? You, I presume you survived. There is an attack coming upon you, but I presume it has already been. Aye, it's been a, it's been a, about three months now. Um, your daughter escaped to warn us. Uh, your daughter Cassandra, because of course yep. he's got more than one. Thank you. Did I? Makes the forks, makes the sign of an arrow arcing through the air. This sort of, in fact, it's this little gesture. Um, thank Aristotle that she's safe. And what of Fort Drelev? What of my people? What of my people? They're not doing so well. The, um, the, but no, no one's. Um... Have you? He looks slightly awkward. The question invaded Fort Drelev then. Not as yet, no. Ah, uh, you were here in private reconnaissance. Aye. I had heard Stagthorn had a king who got his own hands dirty and did this sort of thing himself. He looks slightly familiar <laughs> by the concept that kings can be adventurers too. Ah, uh, it's my it's my way. Um, the um, we um, want to. Uh, we're at war with Drelev, Obviously, there's only so many sneak attacks I'm prepared to tolerate, and that that number is one. Um, but um, this pl- the um, city has quite strong defences, and um, my quarrels really war with Hannes personally. I um, the, the town's kind of heartbreaking to behold at present. Nobody's doing very well out there. They've um, got giants and the like roaming the streets at night, maintaining the curfew. Uh, I there's not. I, I think the people could hold out for a while longer, but it it ain't good. I told him this this course of action would only bring him ruin. Do you know anything of my other daughter, Tamari? What Cassandra told us is that she was taken hostage by Amag the Twiceborn and his people. Ah, then what Hannah said is true. Do Your Majesty, do you have any idea where she is? How to save her? We have a rough notion of where he and his army are hiding out. 
I intend to have, if she's still alive, and I suspect he wouldn't have taken them all if he didn't have some use for them. I expect, um, I, um, was, I will probably, I will be looking around for his camp, and if I can find it, the girls will be my first priority. Uh, They have been taken as hostages to good fortune. Uh, they're the prominent daughters of myself and several of the nobility through Fort Drelev. Uh, King Drelev King cannot form an, arm, form an army and strike a blow back against the Tigerlord barbarians. While they, hold, while they hold them, his own nobles would rebel against him to avoid putting their daughters in danger. I suspect they're in no great danger from Arg. They're far more valuable to him alive than dead. Uh, that was what I was hoping. My plan is... My fear was for Cassandra, but if she's made it out safely... She's a. Um, How did she make it out safely? Were your spies already in reconnaissance here to liberate anyone looking to escape? Oh, there's a um, woman within the walls who's um, helping us out. Um, she's. Um, keep, um, she. Um, her people got Cassandra out. Yeah. He looks like he wants to know details, but just nods and clearly accepts that you're not going to tell him, which he thinks is obviously a pretty wise and sensible idea. You are. Really, not his enemy on any level, but he can well understand why you want to keep secrets from him. I want to um, take out a mug the twice born and all his advisors and kill all of them. The, um, get the girls out first and then take down all of that nasty rabble. Um, I would like to liberate Fort Drelive however I can. Um, and I would prefer as few as possible its people, with the possible exception of several of Drelev's councillors who I have something of a personal grudge with. I would prefer not too many people had to die for that outcome. Hannah Drelev's done a bad job ruling this place, and it's time he was gone. I will accept your liberate. I, I will accept your liberation of Fort Drelev, Your Majesty. <laughs> Certainly, there is little else I'm in a position to do. If you promise mercy my people, then I am prepared to aid you in this matter however I can. I I've no quarrel with I've no quarrel with the people of Fort Drelev. I um they're having a bad time of it out there. What I I'm here to seek your advice on what you think would be the best next move. We have a route out we have a route back out of here, it's how we came in. We could take you with us now and get you out to Stagthorn. We could take you with us now and um, hide you within the city, although it's a place that's not fitting to manner your standing. I can understand that accommodations may not be fit for a king, but that that is perfectly adequate. I am sure they're better than what I have here. At least I could have a candle. Aye. I, I, um, we were thinking it will certainly run the risk of compromising our exit, but uh, this is a pet. I would like to get you out. I owe Cassandra for giving us warning, and she um, was concerned about you. There are secret doors out of this place, uh, to to the left, and he gestures to the one you've come through because he has no idea where you've come from. Uh, yeah, uh, leads out into the main cells. Uh, my food is supplied. Pri- my food and what few comforts I have are supplied privately by Lady Quintessa Moray. She comes from a secret entrance to the right. I do not know how. It, I do not know how it is opened. She said that if I knew Drelev could potentially force the, such information from me, and then she would be exposed. And Michaela looks over it. I I know how to open it because the tech secret doors are still running. Yeah. 
Ah, well, if we can get that back out without um, alerting the guards. Um, what you say is three, three, three months ago now. Dreliv has been hard pressed by the war with Pytex. He spoke of a need for an enemy for our people. I understand that the I understand that the wilderness around this area has been uncivilized for some time, and I understand why it is more efficient to keep it that way than send parties of men out to die fighting the foul beasts that roam these lands. If we can encourage the citizens of the lands to gather together in Fort Rayliv in a community of peace. But openly attacking a neighbour who has offered us neither insult nor threat is another matter altogether. Lady Moray warned me not to openly confront King Dreliv about it, that he would not be swain, but I did not listen to her. She has ensured, she, she has ensured that I am kept here in he waves a hand against like hills. Relative comfort in as far as such things go. I would not see hands raised against her if it can be helped at all. I um I have no quarrel with I have no quarrel with the lady personally. Um, I suppose one when's she due again? Uh, he shrugs. She does not come consistently. It depends when she can get away from her winces very slightly. Duties with King Dreadfoot. I. Yes, that's a picture a man wouldn't want to dwell on, isn't it? All right. White. I understand that. I understand that His Majesty has no great love for his wife, but the sanctity of marriage between a man and a woman is a holy affair. Such vows are not to be broken for anyone younger or more desirable. Aye, he shouldn't have. Um, he shouldn't have taken her as wife in the first place if he didn't mean to keep his promises. And uh, whilst. I do not approve of what Lady Moray is doing. I can hardly blame her in the circumstances. To resist would be folly. Aye, this isn't a this isn't a court to. Um, as you've discovered, the man doesn't like to hear the word no. I had always known he hungered for power. That is a given in, pol- in the politics of the River Kingdoms, but he has been pushed to madness here. Aye, how much do you know about those, um, the woman that left with a mark? The woman he had with him? His harem? Uh, they weren't, they weren't that. They may have looked like that. (laughs) Has he gotten worse since they've been around? There'd have been an older woman that I will describe. Yes, she she was their, uh, she, she was their, their governess. She... Kept them, su- kept them suitably attired in with the protocols of nobility to uh, at least create a veer of a veer of legitimacy. Sorry, at least to create a veneer of legitimacy around his whoring. Uh, a, a the woman, I, I had no extensive dealings with the woman. I have no desire for a harem myself. My wife is long gone, but I still hold faithful to my vows. But um, the governess, the, the governess herself, and he's she's given a fake name, obviously. Uh, the governess herself was a slightly disagreeable woman, but I can understand why she dislikes men in her position. <laughs> I, he knows nothing about them; they have yeah. blindsided him along with everyone else. I, she she's does, good at that. <laughs> she does dislike men. 
Not a big fan of people either. Alright. I am... So, this, um... This place that we're heading for, um... Uh, it's a brothel. Ah, well... Needs must. It's got, um, secret rooms and the like. We can get you out proper out to Stagthorn, but... You'll be safer there. Safer there. But you wouldn't be able to do much for your people from that vantage. I'm mm. thinking you'd rather be on the spot. If I am not to be held captive there by your people, then I can interface with a few of my own, perhaps quietly through your agents. That's the idea. If it is safer for Cassandra and Tamari, I can remain here. I am in no great danger. I am fed, I am sheltered, I am well enough. Like, he looks in in, in poor health, but it's not like he's about to keel over and die from pneumonia or anything. You'll notice... The cell has just really basic stuff in it, but it does have warm blankets, food, um, burnt-out candles, that sort of thing. Uh, I think you'd be more valuable to us out, and we had um, we did well, but we had some good fortune getting in. I don't want to keep strolling through that place. If it compromises the secret door, it compromises it. You have much more information on this than I do. You have much more information on what is going on out there than I do. I will defer to your judgment, Your Majesty. On the other hand, it's always possible no one needs... If Quintess is the only one who dumps down here, it's always possible no one needs to know. And um, I will um, take a moment to compose a small note. Yep. Um, yeah, so he can tell you basically... Drayliv obviously is well aware that he's down here. Yeah. Um, Drayliv has been down to see him a time or two, but he doesn't routinely come down to talk yep. Tyrion or anything like that. He's... He, Drayliv is not that sort of petty evil. He doesn't seem to get his kicks out of torturing people or taunting them or anything like that. Yeah. He just does what's best for his own personal pleasure. And, um, Kaelin will write out a note that says, um, um, my lady, you, um, once asked if there, you asked at the, um, one of the, um, events, uh, yeah. events if there was any, whichever one that we yeah. met at, that where she said, if there's anything you could, uh, do to serve me. If you could, uh, not let anyone know that this man is, the man who was housed here is no longer in a cell, I take it as a kindness. You, uh, you may find that my gratitude's of value to you in times to come. And not Simon. <laughs> Because I don't think I need to sign it. <laughs> Fair enough. And then I will put it in Tyrion's bed. Yep, no problem. And we will disguise Tyrion. Because, you know... Yes, you can, with that other other, other guard uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another disguise self-check, because we're about to walk Tyrion out of, you know, here. Uh, that one she can't do. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, she Because it's disguise self, she oh. can cast it on herself. She's got a magic item that covers one of the two of you. Ah. But she doesn't have an extra hat of disguise in her pants. Okay, in that case, I'll ask her if she's okay to loan the veil to Tyrion. Absolutely. Cool. Then we'll put it on Tyrion instead of Caitlin, and we'll just rely on her regular yep. disguise check for Caitlin. And she tells him what to do, and he shimmers into the image of a generic broad-shouldered guard. Because it's much more important that people, not rec- people are much more likely to recognise him. Yep. Yes, because the guards here would know him reasonably well. He's yeah. the councillor, was the councillor of the kingdom. Yeah. And then we want to try and find the other secret passage. Okay. 
So you find it with ease because yeah. when Michaela's still got a tech secret door running before it runs out, she goes, okay, it's there, it opens like blah. Yeah. Click. Woof. Uh, it opens into a string of little, um, Uh, it opens into a string of passages where there is another spiral staircase going up and then one heading back to what you would guess is in the direction of the cellars and things again. Cool. We will head cellarswards. Okay. Tom, Tom's the Tom, just three guards walking along. Yep. You head cellarswards. You exit out to the other side of the passage. Uh, this one leads you into the food cellar itself. Yep. Uh, you didn't find it in here earlier. Yep. Leads you into here, and you can just roll out. Sweet. Uh, we'll brief Tyrion about the black puddings before we dip, dip him in stunt spray if we are um, just heading straight back through. Just as you are exiting out of the door of the food cellar, um, two young two young women come in in basically servants' uniforms, uh, sort of chatting happily to each other, turn around, walk in the door of the food cellar, see the three of you guards just standing in here, uh, and immediately flatten themselves back against the walls and, you know, bow and bow and curtsy and say, excuse us, we just excuse us, we just we just came down here to get some more flour for the kitchen so our utmost apologies for disturbing you Gary on then they, you know, move past you hesitantly into the cellar Grab some heavy sacks of flour, throw them at their shoulders, and skitter away. Yeah. And Tyrion looks sadly at her. Things have gotten worse. I cannot claim that House Drelith has ever been a great king, but it wasn't always like this. Fort Drelith was a good place once. I I can see um, that things must have gone downhill because people can't have been like living living like they are now for years. Okay. And you just roll the hell out of here. Sweet. No one stops you. You skunk spray yourself again on the way out. Yeah. Um, we explain and we explain to Tyrion why we're doing this. Yeah. Uh, so Tyrion the Misty can actually tell you a vast amount of things about the castle, but I don't think any of it's immediately relevant to yeah. you. No, that's okay. We'll get him out first, and we can talk to him later. Uh, the one thing that he can tell you that's of immediate relevance that you don't necessarily already know is that um, he knows there's the treasury, obviously, and could point you, you know, vaguely to where it is, you already know. Um, but he also knows that Drelev kept his own secret stash of treasure somewhere down here. It's not the kingdom's treasury, it's his. Sweet. If you desire to go looking for it, you can. Okay. Um... Like, it will be kept somewhere around in this web of secret passages and mazes and that sort of thing. Yeah... But it'll probably have traps and stuff on it. Possibly, yeah. Mm. Treasure. Danger. Treasure. Danger. I don't think it'll cripple Drelev particularly to take out. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll go for it. We'll go for exiting while the exiting's good. No problem. You... Exit, you dunk yourself in skunk mask, the black puddings move out of your way again, and uh, Tyrion has no idea that um, this secret complex is is here. Uh, sorry, no, actually, he does know the secret tunnel is here. Uh, in fact, and he can openly tell you uh, that 
he says, Ah, yes. So you say to him, you know, we're going to have to douse ourselves with scuff mask, and he don't. Oh, you you worked your way, you you worked that one out then. And Emekis thought he was being so clever. Uh, there's the escape tunnel was designed as a part of the castle, a way out. Myself, Hans Drelev, uh, I would assume Pavaretta, and certainly Emekis Thrun are well aware of it. And I would guess Lady Moraes as well. She keeps an eye out for such detail. <laughs> And she is aware of several of the secret passages hunting the in the castle already, as you know to myself. Uh, the creatures were found. The creatures were found down here in the natural cavern existing, and Emeka Struan had the idea that they could be trained, tamed instead of simply killed. It was certainly a clever notion. Uh, he spent some considerable time concocting a musk that would put them off, and then training them to avoid it. I'm honestly not entirely sure how. I am no wizard, but it it wouldn't actually have been wizardry. It would have yeah. been handle animal skills. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, so he can explain to you what is now useless, redundant information, of course, yeah. because there is no way of getting him to. Well, I suppose it's possible to get him to tell you that before you go, depending on how you come in. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we'd gone in through the part, if we'd yeah. gone in via the party route. In any case, dick diddy, you roll out. You yes. are in back in the hook tongue slough. Sweet. At which point we're going to um, probably camp out for the night out here, yep. and then redisguise ourselves in the morning with um, fresh yep. um, with fresh energy, yep. Nothing and roll back you. in as three merchants. Nothing disturbs you this close to the city. Yep. Fort Draylev is pretty um, is is pretty close. Uh, so Fort Draylev is pretty close, and the, the hex that it's in is pretty safe. Yeah. All right, and. Michaela will need to roll disguise again here because you're bringing in a new person, and it's one that the guards know. Yeah, so we'll give him the veil, yeah. and you're welcome to factor in that. Uh, is 49. Uh, opposing their 27. Yep. Because they get a nice high bonus because they know what the councillor of the city looks like. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, they wave Tyrion in again. We're not going to do this whole scene again, yeah, but yeah. they you go through the same detail again. Yeah. You go to the Velvet Corner, you ask for the special private dance. Yeah. Terrian just looks... Unhappy. Down his nose. He looks down his nose at the place. He yeah. is judging. His judgment yeah. eyes are watching. Yeah. Um, fascinating, place to, fascinating place to place your spies. At least you can be sure that no one of class would deal in this. No, no one of class would look too closely at this establishment. Certainly none of the rulership have been here. <laughs> Except that, of course, you know, Lillian has told you Draylor himself has been here. Grigory um, ha- has avoided the area. Uh, Quintessa has been here. Yeah. Lynette has been here. Yeah. Uh, and this is not, incidentally, um, solely staffed by female prostitutes. It is largely staffed by female yeah. prostitutes. It's sort of 9 out of 10. Sweet. Um, and in your role, you go into a secret room, you're asking for Lillian again, yeah. presumably, and she comes out, and she looks at the three of you, um, is still incapable of penetrating Michaela's disguises, yeah. uh, looks at the three of you, ah, you have bought me a guest, I see. Uh, yeah, I think he might be staying for some time. Uh, Lillian Visky, this is uh, Tyrion Nemeshti. You've got him out, quickly. Impressive. Drelev is going to shit the bed when he finds out he has lost his most valuable political prisoner. And Tyrion, uh, 
Thank you for your hospitality, young lady. I appreciate your uh, allowing me into this... I appreciate you sheltering me in this den of inequity. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be all kinds of party. Since this den... This den can this den welcomes all kinds of people. I will tell you. This this den welcomes all kinds of people, Tillian. You are welcome to stay here and avail yourself of the services as much as you feel as as much as you feel is appropriate. Not for myself not myself, of course. I am committed elsewhere and she smirks at him slightly. Yeah. But I understand I'm totally screwing but, but I understand you are no longer married and he he glares at her and then He's, he's, his disapproval is obvious, but he's a polished enough politician to put it aside. He's just not very dissembly. Yeah. And he said, I understand you can put me in touch with some people, and the two of them, and yeah. like, a lot of you start yakking at this point. Yeah. So you're basically setting up to park him in here. Yeah. Um, and then have him start stirring up the people Yeah, somewhat. and Lillian, um, and we're not turning down Lillian's offer to do the same, yeah. we just want to... Yeah, he, he needs Lillian to set it, set it in motion for him. Yeah, so... he is not basi- a spy. Basically, Lillian to spy, Tyrion to council, effectively, yeah. as our little council in exile yeah. style of yeah. thing. So this is, this is going to be a relatively slow process, because both of them are very clear on secrecy ahead of efficiency. Because if word gets out there here, Drelev will stop this place down, and that will be the end of it. Yeah, but basically, um, you know, I I wouldn't mind some more time. I want to um, take a look round and see if the, see if I can find out a bit about more about these Tiger Lord barbarians. Maybe find my way in and get the girls. Yeah, certainly. I my thought is that um, if the girls were gone, Drelev might find his new enemy somewhat closer to home than bothering Stagthorn for a while, and. Um, the you've got some beasties in your local area that are eating the populace, and um, it's my thought if I um, can take them out, um, folk here might be a little easier to pursue, be convinced that I'm not here to uh, conquer them and the like. And Tyrion will have a lengthy, lengthy conversation with you about your vague intents for the city. Um, yeah. He can give you a long briefing on the palace, which I can give you at any given point you desire it. Yeah, I think um, I will download long briefing, yeah. but I won't you, actually... You, you, you get the codex, it. but you don't read it at this yeah. stage. Uh, he will yeah, ask I totally you, click through it. <laughs> he will ask you, when you are about to leave the city, please come back here, and he will give you a sealed letter to take back to Cassandra. He yeah. doesn't want you walking around the city with it, for fairly obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, he, so this this is a conversation that takes some hours. Yeah. Uh, you can make a sense motive check on him. Uh, add a plus five bonus because he is not in a good, particularly good condition to dissemble extensively here. He's out of his element. 24. Okay. So he is listening to you openly and honestly. He seems to believe what you're telling him because you're not actually filling him full of lies or anything. Um he is watching you carefully. You think the judgment he has taken away is that you're an essentially essentially a good man, and this is probably in the best interest of Fort Drelev. You obviously don't necessarily have a long-term plan in terms of who you'd install as a viceroy here and all yeah. that sort of thing. Um, 
And I am actually prepared to float the notion of Fort Drelev continuing as an independent kingdom, if that was what its populace desired. Yeah. I suspect its populace will want more security than yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Tyrion is pretty clear on they would want to be fold. They, they would want the same deal as Varnhold, to yeah. be folded in as a vassal state of Stagthorn. Because the reality is the city isn't going to be well enough equipped to defend yeah. itself at yeah. that point. Yeah, they, 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 Tyrion thinks, Tyrion says basically, if we leave ourselves, if we leave ourselves alone, kingless, and with no further support, we are open to be invaded by Pytax, or perhaps even one of the one of the factions of Brevoy deciding to expand elsewhere for a more secure base. Yeah. So no, they want to be taken in as a vassal state and have someone assigned as viceroy, but that's yeah. for after you've liberated the city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyrion is obviously on that list, and yeah, you know, but he doesn't actually start politicking here. He doesn't yeah. start pushing himself for it. One thing you will pick up on is he, he asks you, you know, about yourself, your family, you know, who you are, what you're about, etc., etc. Yeah. Um, he wants to know about Cassandra, he wants to know that she's safe well, he asks, like, where she's living, what you're doing with yeah. her, etc., etc. I think um, some only some of this conversation will involve Lillian. Like, some of it Tyrion and I will probably have as just as a man-to-man thing, because if I want to extol Bryn's virtues, I don't want to do it in the same room as Lillian. Are you asking Lillian to leave? Ah, uh, good point. You know her secret meeting room. Yeah, because no. she doesn't take it. You you can certainly endeavor to nicely hint at it, and she just ignores you. Yeah, you know that's quite all right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then Caitlin will and smirks quite smugly as she does. Something. Yeah, Caitlin will provide a. Um, then Caitlin will just detail Bryn's virtues. Yeah. So because she decided not to leave. Yeah, yeah. Lillian just sort of. You pick up from Lee and she just sort of brushes it off. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, you talked big, but I know that the better woman lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the one thing you will pick up from Tyrion is what's most important to him over and above everything else is his daughter. He wants... Tamari, he accepts you have no real idea on. Cassandra, he wants to know that she's safe, well, that she's been looked after, that you haven't left her in a hole. He's very happy with all the answers you give him. Yeah, yeah. I figured um, staying at the castle was probably an acceptable solution. Secondly, he wants to know about his people, that they're safe, well-ish. Yeah. That they're intending, you're intending to keep them safe and well-ish. Yeah. And about eighth down his list, this is by no stretch of the imagination his priority... But but he is asking you about your family and all this sort of thing and about your brothers. Uh, and he's aware and mentions that Tristan is unmarried and Vaughn is widowed. Um, and he's he's certainly not trolling this as an open idea or anything, but, but the concept is just floated that he has this, you know, young, wonderful, available daughter. Obviously she's not going to marry you because you're married in the eyes of Aristotle and he doesn't even remotely float the concept. But your two brothers, Lord Vaughn and Lord Tristan, are both unmarried and are both very suitable candidates for her. And, you know, perhaps she could get to know them and that sort of thing. And when he hands you a sealed letter later, I assume Caitlin's not going to crack it and read no. it. But it's, it probably says something in the line of, you know, there are yeah. lovely young men there, blah, blah, blah. Not boots with one of them. Yeah. No. Marry one yeah, of them. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Court them gracefully. Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep, and Kaylin will... There's uh, this whole subplot. <laughs> yeah, and Kaylin will just, you know, make polite responses and yep, indicate yep. that he knows Vaughn is, you know, it was a marriage of state and that Vaughn is, yep. you know, potentially... Because actually that sounds like exactly Vaughn's kettle of fish, but unfortunately I suspect the lady is love taken. Is, lo- love, is, love is very desirable in a state of marriage, but I have often found it can grow if two people care about and respect each other. 
And yeah, um, Caleb will look sad and say that, yeah, he thinks that that was a possibility, but it wasn't time. Left to their own devices, the young can often make uh, flighty and foolish decisions. <laughs> I so have heard. And Caleb will not look at Lillian. Yeah. And, and Lillian's just like, eyes of judgment. Eyes of judgment. <laughs> yeah. These two are not going to be knifing each other anytime soon, but they are going to be needling each other. Yeah, but, you know, they can suck it up for the good of their kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they're not going to be knifing each other. No. Yeah. Uh, the, the impression you get overwhelmingly off both of them is neither of them are idiots. Yeah. Uh, Lillian, Lillian might actually stab him in the back if she had some desperately compelling reason against him like which would be like her personal vengeance against him yeah but she has nothing really against him yeah. you know he's a disapproving father and if he stole Cassandra from her and sent her away to a castle on the other side of reality yeah that might be a different story but at present they're fine yeah alrighty and yes, so we'll sit down and have a good chat with Tyrion yep. and um, talk to Lillian and just generally, you know, make plans for a slow and stealthy resolution. Yep, blah, blah. Um. And, yeah, indicate that the, the goal in this scenario is Caelan brings an army to the door, people open the gates. Blah, 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 um, castle, castle information, um, you know, what he knows about guards... Uh, he can give you a few names of guards that he thinks are on the better side. You know, cool. but he doesn't know if they're still alive or if that's still a fact or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he trusts Quintessa Murray. Yeah. Um, he doesn't trust the rest of them, and he thinks Gregory is a complete fucking weasel who is magnificent at his job. Yeah. Well, but that's hard to argue with. Um, and um, does he know anything about what happened to Kundal? Uh... Because it probably dates after he got locked in the cell, but it's always possible. Uh, yes, actually, because that happened before Drelev invaded your kingdom. Um, when Kundal got ousted as general in favour of Garnak Bonepicker, um, Kundal got taken off somewhere for... Um, uh, as, as far as Tyrion is aware, he has been... How to put this... Um, Tyrion was told that Kundal was arrested as a traitor for a variety of activities and some evidence was shown to him that he accepted and now, in retrospect, it doesn't. Um, and Kundal was taken off and imprisoned somewhere um, for the good of the kingdom. Uh, it came out that he was a werewolf. Like, Drelev has has him somewhere in the castle, basically. As far as Tyrion is aware... He was captured, was alive when Tyrion went into captivity, and is presumably still in that state. Because same thing, there's no compelling... If Draylor wanted him dead, he'd be long dead. There doesn't seem to be any compelling reason to kill him. Okay. They're doing something with him. As in saving him for later, like Tyrion? They've they've kept him for a purpose, because he's a valuable political prisoner. But he wasn't in the secret political prisoner cells, which suggests to Tyrion they're doing something else with him. Yeah. He... Wild lastly guesses that like he's doing secret training of mercenaries or something, but admits that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. On the other hand, the truth is, um, if they wanted Kundal to do something that involves training people for money, and they were prepared to pay him large amounts of money, he would di- he would voluntarily disappear yep. for that. Yeah. You know, it's hard to see why at that point Tyrion would have been told he's a traitor, so it's likely he's locked up somewhere, but it's certainly... Yeah, he's been told he's a traitor and he's been imprisoned in the castle. Yeah. Oh, which means he probably is imprisoned in the castle. 
I'm not going back in. <laughs> yep, that's fine. <laughs> but um, if the opportunity arises, I will get him out. But you know, not, not I'm not going to do a secret mission just for Kundal. I would totally have rescued him if he was down there. No problem. Right, but I did tell him not to take this job. <laughs> and you were right. Yeah. Yes, I knew I was right. His money was too good. Yeah, yeah, he got stupid. Um, so yeah, and that's cool. And at that point, um, we will um, leave Tyrion ensconced in the um, charming brothel, which you know he's not in jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, uh, Lillian is. Um, Lillian talks through what's going to happen to him in the immediate term to him and you, so you both know. Yeah. And. She's she's really snarky about giving him a wonderful time. You know, they have rooms in the brothel that are for people who are staying overnight. Yeah. You know, that she says, you know, you will find the accommodation is quite luxurious. You know, we have wonderful silken large double beds. You know, yeah. We can provide food, food, wine, mm-hmm. you know, anything that you might need in, yeah. the, middle, in the middle of the night. <laughs> She trolls him lengthily about this, but they are going to keep him in... This place is at least the equivalent of a good inn. Yeah. And then, um, Kaelin wants a private word with Lillian before he departs. Just Lillian. Yep. You'll have to. So, um... (laughs) The man's thinking of, um, trying to hook up, um, Cassandra to one of, um, one of my brothers. Of course he is. He is always thinking about what is best for his little girl, according to his very limited worldview. I don't want any part of getting in the middle of this. I'm um, all for you two to make your own happiness wherever you can find it. This is not going to be a problem in the next couple of months. If we liberate this place, it's going to become a problem. At some point, if you two are the long haul... You're probably going to have to tell him. If I had my way, I would slap some sense into the man immediately, but Cassandra loves her father dearly. I do not want to be the cause of a rift between them. How you all sort it out is your business. I will do my best to keep things quiet until you two I'm, want to. I'm sure you will get off. dragged into it somewhere. You don't have a habit of sticking your nose into other people's relationships. I do. I do. But I want to stay as far out of this one as I can and let the two of you sort things out. Yep. Uh, but I I see the trouble coming. <laughs> but uh, I don't think there's anything we can do about More that. More romance drama! For the moment. <laughs> Just because you're married doesn't mean we can't have romance drama. Well, at least now it's other people's relationships, mostly. Until Lillian tries to seduce Britain. Yeah, good luck. Kaelin's like, that's hot to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kaelin's not really heartbroken about any part of that scenario. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, guys kind of like lesbians, but your ex-girlfriend with your current girlfriend is just not a good setup. No, but Kaelin's actually pretty good. Kaelin has pretty <laughs> solid confidence in Bryn. <laughs> Kaelin knows that one would be going well. You, know, you and I could, ah, oh, stunning first. <laughs> Bryn's a straightforward personality. And Lillian doesn't think she's hot and probably wouldn't do a very good job of hiding it. And when you close that out, Lillian uh, looks slightly more sincerely at and says, Cameron, thank you for saving Cassandra's father. It will mean the world to her to know that he is safe. You're most welcome. Thank you for getting her out and getting us that warning. I 
I know I can count on you when the chips are down. But yeah. it was good to have the reminder. When when you'll get back to Elk's rest, give Cassandra my best and tell her tell her what's happened here. Her father will no doubt have a message to pass along to her at the same motive. Twenty-one. Okay, so Kaylin will notice that uh, Lillian makes no effort to pass a message to her through you, but doesn't can't draw any conclusion about what that means. Yeah. So, well, I can bring a letter for you if you want. I don't have to tell him. No, that's quite all right. No worries. Yeah, and you don't get any further information from the GM. You don't know if it's about that she doesn't trust you, that she doesn't want to put words down, period, that she doesn't actually, you know, she's not so into Cassandra that she's pining over her. I'm confident, I'm actually pretty confident. Kaelin, because he receives no his confidence is not that. His confidence is one of the other two. Either she doesn't feel comfortable writing to Cassandra or she doesn't want to give the letter to me. Because my my impression is that she trusts Kaelin pretty solidly when it comes to the larger the fate of the kingdom and not at all where hearts are involved. Yes, you may draw whatever conclusion you decide. So I think it's probably that one, but I also wouldn't put it past her not to be comfortable with it. Yep. Um, And at this point, I will talk to Michaela before we make this decision, but I kind of feel like our work here is done. Yep. Um, I'm not desperate to... We will probably come back to Fort Drelev again, but I'm not desperate to stick around at this point. What we want to do is um, go garner some goodwill from the people uh, by killing their big monsters and try and sort out the Tiger Ward barbarians and stuff and let this rebellion have a little bit of time to ferment. Yep, hard to argue with. So unless there's something Michaela thinks we should really do before we set out, I do kind of want... Actually... The other thought that I have is that we could try and talk to Lady Contessa. Yeah. Because I have some... At this point, I'm kind of thinking that she probably is someone that I would like to talk to. Yeah. How do you intend to speak with her? Well, we could go to a party. Yeah, she is up in the castle. Yeah. And and largely remains there. Yeah. Um, She has ears... As the spymaster, obviously, she has ears in that out in the city... Um, Lillian probably can get a message to her, but is not eager to do so, because then it channels back to her. I think probably not. that might be a project for the future. For now, I think we'll leave it be. Okay. And what's your intent um, broadly at this point? Are you going out with Michaela to go adventuring outside of the city? Are you heading for home, back for kingdom turns? Um... Yeah, I think I'm probably pretty happy with that as a result. Let me look at the... Um, I believe what I'd like to do is um, head out with Michaela and explore a couple of the border hexes on the way out. Okay. Because um, there are two... Because um, we explored the whole north northeastern corner, except yep. for two hexes that we didn't poke, which I suspect are supposedly boring grassland hexes, so I wouldn't mind just confirming that on the way out. That sounds fine to me. Um, I will jump slightly ahead of that then. Yep. Uh, eight days from now, uh, at um, at a time when you are very likely to be alone, at sort of six o'clock in the morning, kind of thing, you will hear Lady Quintessa Moray's voice speaking and you're speaking aloud next to you as she sends you a message. Yep. Excellent. Um, says. Uh, uh, um. Our friend's disappearance cannot can, cannot be concealed forever, but I will do but I will do what I can in the immediate term. 
good good luck good luck to you. Uh, and she doesn't really have any method of contacting you either. Uh, good good luck to you. Uh, to talk. To talk, we could meet under. We, to talk, we could meet under the guise of peace. If tri- if tribute was offered to 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 the king, so basically, what she's saying is that the method she has of making contact with you is you could go grovel to Drelev to uh, negotiate your peace treaty, surrender, whatever, which would involve formal diplomatic meetings. Now, your guess is Drayleaf himself probably wouldn't come to them because he doesn't want to put himself within arm's length of you and probably fairly sensibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so someone else would come and it might well be her. Yeah. On the other hand, what she's telling you is that you would openly have to offer Drayleaf some sort of tribute before he'd actually come to the party at all. Yeah. Merely telling him we want to talk peace. That's that's the best idea that she's got in terms yeah. of a way to arrange a meeting between Heather and Thither because she doesn't know what you're about what resources you're at. She knows you, in some fashion, got into the castle and spirited off Tyrion Nemesti because it's eight days later she's presumably found this letter, made arrangements to speak to you and cast a sending spell. Yeah. And you may send her back something appropriate if you desire. Um, I didn't bother the 25 word that. It was just yeah. close enough. Uh, would, uh, would like to meet in the city... Uh, can can get back in um, if you if you can suggest a place. And you do not get a response to this. Yep. Whatever capacity she has to send, she clearly doesn't have them regularly. Yep. Because that's you piggybacking off her. Yeah, yeah, off her sending. Um. However, um, at, at, at eight days later, am I back in? Am I back in stag form? Uh, probably not at that exact stage. But yeah. you could certainly send a message later with um, Corbin. Yeah, but, but we'll do that when we get there. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so that's the original sending spell. Yep. So that confirms to you she's found Tyrion is missing. She says, "I'll cover this up." Yeah. As as I can, but it's going to be noticed sooner or later. Yeah. It will merely be, you know, when it happens, I'll look surprised and say, ah, it must have happened later. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, and that is that. Uh, so if you tell me where you're exploring, I can tell you whether they're boring and we can just finish it. Yeah. Or, um, uh, so it's G3 and G4. Grassland? Grassland. Yeah, that's what I thought. Nothing of value in them. Yeah, so I figured I'd just knock them off, and yep. then that whole area is... Yep, you explore cool. them on the way back, and you return to Elk's Rest. What sinister politics are going on in Fort Drelev? You have rescued Lord Terry and Nemesti, and you take a letter back to Cassandra from him, who is very grateful and appreciative of this. Yeah, so I think um, I would like to do that scene, and now is probably the... Okay. Is, um... Yep. Hang on. Actually, we don't have to do that scene now, but I don't want to skip it. I want to. We can well, do okay. that on our return. So I think um, you have probably set Cassandra up. Actually, uh, given the sort of lifestyle that she is used to, you would probably actually set her up in Thorn Manor. It's got a lot of empty rooms in it now, and a lot of staff who are just kind of pottering around. Yeah. So you set her up as a guest in the guest rooms in there, and she is very happy with it. And you show up and say, "I have a letter from your father." Dun dun dun. dun. 